This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, November 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, in an effort to stop the spread of COVID-19, Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine announced a series of orders and advisories during a news conference Monday afternoon. Levine urged all Pennsylvanians to avoid leaving their homes unless it is absolutely necessary. The administration said telework is now mandatory if it's possible. Levine also issued an order to suspend alcohol sales at all bars and restaurants for one night only beginning 5 p.m. Wednesday. Uh, The order will stay in effect until 8 a.m. on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. The order comes as 4,762 new COVID-19 cases were reported on Monday, in addition to the 7,075 cases reported on Sunday for a two-day total of 11,837. The statewide total is now 314, uh, over 314,000. There are 3,379 individuals hospitalized with COVID-19. Officials said of that number, 775 patients are in the intensive care unit and 371 patients are on ventilators. Uh, this week's data in terms of hospitalization increase in increase in the use of ventilators, case increase and percent uh, percent positivity are worrisome, said Secretary uh, of Health Dr. Rachel Levine. Health officials said that there are 69 new deaths reported this weekend for a total of 9,870 deaths attributed to COVID-19. So because of the rising numbers and to avoid large gatherings and to keep people inside their homes, alcohol sales have been suspended for one of the busiest party nights of the year. The restriction hits harder uh, for businesses in Philadelphia, uh, which on Friday lost the ability to serve patrons indoors altogether. I didn't see that one coming. I thought that was interesting that there are no alcohol sales for uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Hmm, right. President-elect Joe Biden is set to formally introduce his national security team to the nation, building out a team of Obama administration alumni that signals his shift away from the Trump administration's America's first policies and a return to U.S. engagement on the global stage. The picks for national security and foreign policy posts includes uh, former Secretary of State John Kerry to take the lead on combating climate change. Kerry and several other people set to join the upcoming administration will be discussed by Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris during a Tuesday afternoon event outside the realm of national security and foreign policy. Biden is expected to choose Janet Yellen as the first woman to become Treasury Secretary. She was nominated by President Barack Obama to lead the Federal Reserve, the first woman in that position, and served from 2014 to 2018. Biden's emerging cabinet marks a return to a more traditional approach to governing, relying on veteran policymakers with deep expertise and strong relationships in Washington and global capitals. And with a roster that includes multiple women and people of color, some of whom are breaking historic barriers in their posts. Biden is fulfilling his campaign promise to lead a team that reflects the diversity of America. The incoming president will nominate longtime advisor uh, Anthony Blinken to be Secretary of State, lawyer Alejandro Mayorkas to be Homeland Security Secretary, Linda Thomas-Greenfield to be the U.S. Ambassador of the uh, to the United Nations, and Jake Sullivan as National Security Advisor. Avril Haines, a former Deputy Director of the CIA, will be nominated as director of national intelligence, the first woman to hold that post. The Better Business Bureau is warning that puppy scams have been skyrocketing during COVID-19 pandemic. Authorities say the scams are hard to spot and it could be easy to fall victim. So 6ABC uh, did an investigative report into an incident that happened locally. Uh, This woman 
uh, was connected uh, th- through a bre- to a breeder uh, through an online online website called AmazingAnimalPetShop.com. Uh, when she logged on, she was quickly in touch with an online representative. So she said that she, it seemed legit. The uh, it started with an online chat, and then it followed immediately with a phone call. After searching the site, she chose a dog named Titan uh, and told the breeder she would need a week to get the house ready. Now, the what the person on the phone said was, in order to hold the dog, she needed to put down a four hundred down four hundred dollar deposit. Mm-hmm. So she did that. That on Venmo. She was then told that she needed, uh, they needed another 500 because they had to register the dog in her county, change the ownership uh, and book a flight for the dog. So a couple of hours later, uh, she got a call from a random phone number with someone asking for another $1,000 for pet insurance for the flight. The caller gave her a flight number for the dog uh, who was coming in from Houston where the company was located. The company even went the extra uh, step and sent a video of the puppy in a crate at the airport on the conveyor. Uh, but you know where the story is going. Obviously, the dog never showed up. The scam cost her in total $1,900. Wow, man. Yeah, wow. she just kept, I mean, she even called after uh, the dog didn't arrive and they said, oh, it, you know, it was delayed and, and so, you know, we need uh, for a city permit now you need to send 500 more dollars mm-hmm. so she ended up sending more money anytime like you're buying anything and they start saying oh by the way uh then you got to pay this and oh yeah that's right and then we got to add on this and you got to start going oh uh-huh. you're headed down that path i mean there, there was a lot of bad stuff attached to just you know breeders in general and fake breeders and all this stuff and if you you know if you are looking for a puppy they're and go to like uh, Morris Animal Refuge or other shelters, and, and yeah, there, there's a whole bunch waiting right here for way and cheaper, fully functional, and you can see them in person and person and hold them and and you know select that way. It'd yeah, be nice don't to... wait to get a phone call. Make the phone call, right? Right, right yeah, yeah. Uh, so six ABC got involved and connected um, through the amazing. It was amazing without a G. Amazing animals. It's pet extra shop. hip. <laughs> website. Uh, when they asked what happened to the dog, they actually referenced this woman and her situation. They asked what happened to the dog and the money, uh, and the person on the other line told them to call the police. So they did. They called the local police, uh, and the police said that this was a scam operating outside of the uh, country and that there was little that they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, since 6ABC's call, this website has been taken offline. In sports this morning. <laughs> In Monday Night Football, the L.A. Rams beat the Buccaneers last night in Tampa. Tom Brady threw an interception to the Rams, to Rams Jordan Fuller, and the Bucs uh, lost 27-24, to falling to 7-4 and uh, and the, in the sixth seed in the NFC. The Bucs are now 1-3 and in primetime games this season. In a roster move yesterday, the Eagles signed running back Jordan Howard to the practice squad. Howard played most of last season with the Eagles but was signed by the Miami Dolphins in the offseason. On November 16th, the Dolphins released Howard who played in five games and had four touchdowns for Miami this season. And the Union will match up against the New England Revolution in the first round of the playoffs tonight. The Union entered the contest after winning the Supporters' Shield for the first time in team history and on, are on top overall seed in the postseason with a record of 14-5-4. and four. After the regular season, Andre Blake won goalkeeper of the year and Jim Curtin took home coach of the year. Tonight's match gets underway at 8 o'clock and can be watched on ESPN. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I'm getting excited. 
excited. It's uh, just two days away from my favorite holiday of the year, Thanksgiving. We're right on the cusp of it. And man, do you? Man, do and, we all collectively need this this yes. year? And whether or not Christ's sake. you're gathering, it doesn't matter if you're just sitting down with the the, the crew, the family, uh, or just you and your significant other, or even by yourself. Just it's gonna be that me meal and you know lighting a candle and you know and enjoying it. It's and gonna I'm, be nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, uh, listen, it's all it's all part of the deal. I agree a thousand percent. Uh, no fuss, no muss. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a case to be made that it is the purest and most wonderful of the holidays. And maybe with the uh, the new uh, suggestions of keeping things uh, smaller and quieter, you might just uh, you might get rid of all that altogether, and you might just do it a small thing from here on out. Who knows? It's Who possible. Knows? Or you'll long for the absolute opposite. That true. And you you'll know. re-embrace the, the relatives you can't stand. That might happen too. <laughs> you know what? You Absence do makes suck. the heart grow fond. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, we have a couple things planned for today. It's Tuesday, so let's give somebody a tattoo. How about that? We'll huh. do, uh, tattoo Tuesday, a chance for you to win floating world tattoo and piercing a $350 gift certificate from them. Text the word tattoo to 39333. They are located on South Street, 1729 to be specific. And on Instagram, you can check them at Floating World Tattoos, or you can go to floatingworldtattoos.com. Text words uh, tattoo to 39333. You might win by the end of the program. We have our buddy Jim Florentine checking in. He's got a live stream with Don Jameson coming up. Uh, and that is going to be Saturday. They're in Ogunquit, Maine. Ogunquit, Maine. Yes, yes. That's where normally I would be for Thanksgiving. So, well, they'll be there for you. Uh, they, yeah, it'll be nice to see old Ogunquit. All right. And then we also have, wow, to what do we owe this pleasure? Lorenzo's is stopping in Lorenzo and Son's Pizza. So they're going to bring us some goodies, and that means you get some freebies, too, as well as some giveaways in conjunction with that appearance. Uh, the slice I had of Lorenzo's at the camp out. Uh, Lorenzo's is always great, but there was it was magical. It was actually bathed in a glow, it was, uh-huh. so it was amazing. One slice is all it took to feed me. It's more than enough. Yes. Oh, yeah. So they'll stop by today, and we'll do some giveaways with them. And speaking of the camp out for hunger, Steve, we have the totals in. We're going to reveal... All that happened as far as food and monetary donations go, and we'll award our winners. That's right. We did have a contest as well uh, for the largest donations uh, from uh, groups, organization, businesses. So that will be revealed, and we will get to that probably around 8 o'clock-ish. So if you were curious and you participated and you want to know how it all came together, we're going to get that information to you this morning. So that is coming up as well. So uh, these things and more taking place through the course of the program. Let's break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report with a stupid question. We'll start our giveaways when we get back. Hang with us on the drive-in this morning. We'll be with you. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Stupid question this morning. Not so stupid. This is is a good one. And uh, we're going to give away a $50 Amazon gift card and a one-month Philo subscription for you. And the question I have for you, or what I need you to do, is to name... The Macedonian who united Greece and went on to conquer Persia, Syria, Egypt, and Mesopotamia, among other places. Ah, that's a good question. 215. We're getting cerebral this morning. Yes. 215-263-WMMR. All right. Name the Macedonian who united Greece and went on to conquer Persia. 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 Uh, (laughs) 
Would he have been the king? Uh, never mind. Uh, Syria, <laughs> Egypt, and Mesopotamia, among other places. 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go through some birthdays. We're waiting for your answer. Today is Tuesday, November 24th. Pete Best celebrates his birthday today. You won't hear him on any recordings of Beatles songs. Yeah. Uh, but he was the original drummer of the Beatles. And this is uh, him uh, yesterday. <laughs> yes. Uh, 79 years old. He's made peace with the whole deal. He Very actually, much so. He had a, a little bit of his own band action. He's done some... Listen, he has. would you say he's been able to live off that status? Uh, yes. Yes, uh, right? he, He's probably made some money here and there simply sure. by being a former member of the band. But he... He says he doesn't regret it. He he was his his life was headed down kind of a destructive path, and he he righted it. And he wasn't as good a drummer. And, and people knock on Ringo, but Pete Best was not as good as Ringo. Yeah, really. I played with his so. sticks in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And uh, but you know what was? No, let me see if you can verify this. A good-looking guy, and I think yes. there was a bit of jealousy from uh, the other guys in the it's band, It's been right? portrayed in some films right. that way, but yeah. uh, so it may very well be true, yeah. Did he have a record called Best of the Beatles? I don't know. My dad told me that, and I don't remember if that was just apocryphal or if there was actually a record that came no, out. No, but Nicky does work at Best Buy. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude, if he owned that, yes, he'd be doing pretty he'd be good. good. He works in the Magnolia section. He's 79 today. Uh, Denise Crosby, who was one of the members of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. She was the first security uh, lieutenant, Tasha Yar. She was, uh, Worf took over right. for and security after she her. came back in one of the greatest episodes of The Next Generation. Do you remember that one, I Preston? I do. It was excellent. It was just superb. Yeah, they went back in time, and, and uh, she was still there. It was in Picard's mind, right? No, no, it was real. Was it? Yeah, so they there was a, there was a, there was a, a, like a, a rift. Uh, this yeah. the old the Enterprise C came through, and they were supposed to be Kathy can tell you all this at the Battle of Kittimer uh, to to set in motion the thing that would cause peace with the Klingons. Okay, and so basically she has to die to make everything right. Always liked her. She was also in uh, the uh, Pet Cemetery, the film. Uh, she played the wife in that. She's, She's also in uh, Deep Impact. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Oscar Robertson, NBA Hall of Famer, is 82 years old today. Big O. I really don't know much about him, yeah? That was his nickname, yeah. Okay. Which then got applied to other things. Yes, it did, didn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, Colin Hanks. Love Colin Hanks. He's great. Son of Tom, son of Tom Hanks. I am son of Tom Hanks. Uh, I am Colin, son of Tom. <laughs> ton of, son of Tom. And uh, Son of Rita. He's made his way in the acting world. Dexter, Mad Men, Orange County. He was Roswell. in a series that I love, Preston, a very funny comedy series called Life in Pieces. Okay. And he also directed that documentary about Tower Records. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Really good. I don't he's, think he's son of Rita, though. I think he is a uh, son of uh, Rita. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the, the loser hip-hop son. Yeah. Uh, I think... I you know I have this this fantasy in my head of a big sequel where Colin Hanks plays older Tom Hanks, and then once but for some reason he wants to be with uh, whoever her name Peter is. Wilson? No, no, the girl from uh, from the actual movie, the woman from the from movie. Big, yeah, Elizabeth Perkins. That's oh, her name. Oh, okay. And then so he ends up finding the Zoltar machine. Right. Asks to become big or old again, and. And it's the actual Tom Hanks. And well, then that, you just described Schindler's List. No, yeah. I did not. No, I did not. It's a different riff on it. I kind of got lost along there. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's because I forgot names and stuff like that. But I think Colin Hanks could play Tom Hanks, young Tom Hanks, in a big sequel. Would you be able to illustrate it with crayons so we could follow it easier? No, just move on. All right. So Colin Hanks is 43 today. Catherine Heigl. 
uh, from Grey's Anatomy and Roswell. Always heard that she was difficult to work with. Yeah. That was the story. Yeah. Knocked up, also... I, I think, is where... Yeah, Kath? Is she doing anything? Like, did she kind of... Yes. Didn't she step away? Kathy, the word is she is returning to Grey's Anatomy as a surprise guest. Okay. Uh, uh, she was actress. in the n- nut job, too, Steve. You remember the nut that? nut job, too, which is great. <laughs> Nutty yeah. by nature. <laughs> Not because I hate you? No. <laughs> I just... What's the movie that she was in with... Uh... Like 100 Dresses or some nonsense like that? No, with John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Is a movie Bed with John Roses? Bon Jovi? No, it's a song. Yeah. What about the Nut Job? All right. Was was John Bon Jovi? John Bon Jovi was in Nut Job One. <laughs> Nutty he by her nature. Boyfriend. Huh? What'd you say, Kath? He played her boyfriend. I can't. Oh. oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, it was. Um, uh, it was a, a rom com, leaning more on the drum than the com. I saw a version of the Nut Job, but Peter North was <laughs> yeah. the star. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if Catherine Heigl Nut Job was in that one. Duck. Uh, she's forty two. Chad Taylor, guitarist of the band Live, is turning the big five zero today. So a monumental birthday for him, a milestone birthday, I should say. Um, we had them at the campout for That's hunger right. one year, if you remember, at Xfinity Live, playing inside the venue. That was really cool. That was awesome. They put on man. a special show for us for the campout. They built a stage on the bar, on the main bar, and uh, they tore it up, man. Uh, Chad Taylor, fifty years old today, and the last birthday I saw is actress Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. Haley Dumphy. Wow, she's 30 years old. She was very good on the show. She has been plagued with all sorts of medical conditions throughout her life. I think she's had like 20 surgeries. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Kidney issues or something? Yeah, yeah. And then I saw another one Nick brought up, uh, Stephen Merchant, who had had her in the studio before. Love that guy. Yeah, super nice guy. He's Uh, in... um, He's in the uh, uh, Logan. Yeah, yeah. He plays. Um, oh man, what's the character's name? Boldy Tall. Cal- uh, Caliban. Caliban. That's right. Okay. Uh, so he is uh, forty-six today. Super nice guy. He's here in our studio. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, name the Macedonian who united Greece and went on to conquer Persia, Syria, Egypt, and Mesopotamia, among other places. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. I'm going to go to Jenna. Hi there, Jenna. Hi. I'm going to say. Was it Philip II of Macedonia? Philip II of Macedonia. No, that is incorrect. She did some research, sorry. Incorrect. Not the answer we're looking for. I'm going to go to Mike next. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. You rock. Thank you. Mike, what's the answer? Who are we talking about? Alexander the Great. There you go. Also known as Alexander of Macedonia. You are correct. You're not so great. Uh, Mike, you stink. Mike, you uh, are going to get yourself a $50 Amazon gift card and one month final subscription. Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas is TV's biggest holiday movie tradition and the perfect gift to make your season bright. Now through December 25th, catch all new original holiday movie premieres and holiday movies 24-7 when you sign up for Philo, the most affordable way to watch live and on-demand TV for more than 50 channels, including Hallmark Channel, Nickelodeon, and more. We'll start with uh, Lori Laughlin. Her nightmare seems to have come true. The Full House star was reportedly very concerned about how her daughters Olivia and Isabella would fare if both she and her husband Mossimo were forced to ser- were forced to serve behind sentences behind bars simultaneously. Uh, and now, as she winds down her two month time and Giannulli starts his five months, the girls, as she feared, are having a rough time. An insider tells people it's just a nightmare for them. Uh, they were very upset when they said goodbye to Lori. Goodbye. But to have both of their parents now in prison at the same time is very upsetting. I thought that wasn't the plan. I thought that there was going to be a crossover where they would have 
I mean, they're both like college age now, aren't they? Twenty-one and twenty-two. Yeah, so it's not like they're like, they're going to be okay. five and six-year-old. No. Yeah, no. honestly, what just, are we going to do with the adults? Just pretend that they're like on a European vacation. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's like, mom, the babysitter's dead. Uh, the, I saw for the first time in a long time. Uh, Olivia Jade, I guess, is her name. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know why I do, but she posted a couple of new things, so she's getting back up and running. Uh, they're both worried. That's the whole thing. They're worried about their parents. So, yeah. uh, Laughlin, meanwhile, appears to be holding up. She's using this time to focus on herself, the insider says, but also she's interested in hearing the stories of the other inmates. She's planning her first prison riot, Preston, and it's hard to figure out what to do if you haven't done it before. She realizes that she's no better and no worse than any of them. Lori oh. is resolved to finish her sentence with her head held high. I've learned that I'm no better or worse than other people. Hmm. Do you and, think maybe and she, how to make toilet wine? You, do you think maybe she turns us into something where it's of course you know, some sort of Netflix? And Becky or... comes back with a prison tear case. <laughs> She's changed. She's got that spiderweb tattoo on her elbow. <laughs> she knifed the uh, <laughs> just to see what it felt like. She kills Dave Coulier. Uh, Sophia Richie is showing off her curves in a post on Instagram. As her ex, Scott Disick, appeared, has, has appeared to move on with the 19-year-old Amelia Hamlin. He actually aged down. He did. Disick's, he actually got someone younger. Disick's 22-year-old ex also unfollowed Hamlin, who unfollowed her in turn. Ooh, you don't do that. Well, the, you, you do that. 37-year-old Disick's Uber ex, Courtney... Uh, with what is that a car she was dating? He, he shares uh, three children. Yeah, it's like the this executive the level of Uber. Uber <laughs> I'm dating X. a Mercedes. Uh, could care couldn't care less about his new romance. Per TMZ, a source says, as long as he's a good dad, that's all that counts. He is the the quintessential dickhead. I mean, he's he really Scott Disick, and yet because of the weight of the show and what he carries, and he, I guess his livelihood is as an influencer. Correct? I guess so. Uh, by the way, it says here, Disick has also moved on with Matthew Morton and is currently vacationing with her dad, Lionel Richie, and other friends. Does that what? make sense to you? That doesn't make sense. He's currently, Scott Disick is with Lisa Renna's daughter. I, I think this means, I don't know who moved uh, on with yes, Matthew so, Morton. So, yeah. It's know. unclear if Morton joined them. The 71-year-old Richie is reportedly concerned about his daughter. Source told OK Lionel's. Not liking what he's hearing about her partying and dating habits. Uh, Lionel thought uh, breaking free from Scott would mean a calmer life, but it just seems like she's going off the rails. So he's concerned. Okay, we have a hair change. No! Oh, yes, it's been God. first in a long time. Yes. Uh, Alicia Silverstone's son, Bear, has opted to lop off his famously long locks. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> The nine-year-old, whom Silverstone shares with her ex, Christopher Jarecki, went from super long hair that he often swept up in buns to a short cropped haircut, which he gelled and styled. Uh, yes, I'm really reporting on this. <laughs> I'm a little, believe it or not, if you go a little deeper, no, if you go a little deeper in this story, it's a, it's a little bit sad because apparently he was bullied for his long hair. It oh, is. Really? Yeah, that's the story. Silverstone wrote, I miss his hair. Uh, what uh, was it his decision? Yes. Did I cry inside as I watched him get a cut? Maybe. But did I try to stop him? Not for one second. No, uh, I was she too said, busy feeding him food from my own mouth. She said the reason that he chose to keep it for long, for as long as he did, was because he loved it so much. He just wanted to try something new. Although I have a feeling he'll 
Find a way back to his long hair again in the future. No matter what, though, I will always support my sweet, caring, and precious little boy in every decision he makes. Yeah, he had been bullied over his long hair. She recently shared on social media, so he cut it. That's too bad. I hate he to does hear look that. good, though. Yeah. Uh, yep, uh, both ways. I like the long and the short hair. He's a looker. I mean, that is kind of like what bullying is, though. You you find something about somebody <laughs> and, you, and you bully him over yeah, it, right? You never... So now that his hair's short, they're going to bully him hey, over crop top. Nah, yeah. I don't think so. You you do it because it stands out, generally. That's, right. that's what a bully does. They pick out on the thing right. that stands out, and the long hair stood out. The shorter hair will blend in. You know, they castigate you for being unique. No, 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 you no. You don't want to do that. I know that, Press. Yeah. They're not going to bully him for the shorter hair. They're going to find something else about right. his, him, and they're, you know... Well, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Uh, it, but it, that sucks. I mean, the bottom line is that sucks. He liked his hair, and... and uh, yeah. Maybe they'll let him in the running away club down though. Mm. Megan Fox is betting on the longevity of her relationship with Machine Gun Kelly with a new <laughs> tattoo on her collarbone. Oh, that's a good idea. That's adorable. Which fans believe is dedicated to her new man. The pair made the relationship red carpet official at the 2020 American Music Awards. When- and her tattoo, which says Il, uh, El Pistolero, oh, was on display. <laughs> El Pistolero. A Twitter fan opined, we finally have a close-up of Megan's tattoo, and it says El Pistolero, which is Spanish for the shooter, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, The Spanish translation may be a reference to their meeting in Costa Rica, others speculated. Lyrics from Kelly's latest album, Tickets to My Downfall, may confirm the rumors. It was said just four months ago that we were right here and I met you. That's not possible, Fox said on the track. Preston, quick question here. So uh, you look at Machine Gun Kelly's chest. They're both on the red carpet for the uh, American Music Awards. Do you remember when you used to get those pens that had multiple colors in them? You could you could push yeah. one down. Mm-hmm. Remember how your your notebook would look after you scribble all over it? Yeah. That's what Machine Gun Kelly's chest looks like, right? Yeah. Doesn't it? With yeah. the, the red the red ink and all that stuff. That is a horrible bunch of tattooing going on there. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. probably individually cool tattoos, but. On all, top of each other? Yeah, it looks, it, it looks like scribble. It's messy. And uh, normally I don't really pay attention or care about this type of thing, but uh, on Instagram, Megan Fox uh, follows no one and has completely turned off comments. So you oh. can't oh, okay. uh, comment on any of her posts. She She's, should have gone with Machine Gun Kelly and put MGK so she would appear to be a fan of our sister station. Uh, she, uh, yeah, I guess she's not having it. She doesn't want to hear the comments. All right. Uh, let's see what else I have for, for, here for you. Jeopardy. Uh, it turns out Ken Jennings is going to be a temporary guest host on the show. This sort of makes sense. He's currently co-producing the show, and he's right there, and he's the legend. He's the GOAT. Uh, so additional guest host will be revealed in the coming days and weeks. A permanent host will be announced at a later date. Jennings will make his Jeopardy! hosting debut on Monday, January 11th. Uh, his ascension to guest host was foreshadows, as, as Steve said, in September he had joined the show as a consulting producer. In that new role, he presented his own special video categories, developed projects, assisted with contestant outreach, and served as a general ambassador for the show. You know, it's funny, Preston, because they're getting most of their uh, contestants from the California area. They're, you know, because of travel restrictions and so on and so forth. They've now taken to originally from. Yeah. Originally from. <laughs> oh, so you grew up in Michigan, huh? Yeah. I Where do you live now? Well. I live in California, as that, everyone else does. That and Wheel of Fortune. All the contestants yeah, yeah, yeah. are right around, uh, like, Burbank, that area. Right. So Monday, January 11th, you'll be able to check out uh, Ken Jennings as a temporary host. You never know. He may be permanent, depending on how he does. Listen, he certainly has the credibility within yeah. the Jeopardy! universe. Al Roker returned to the Today Show on Monday, two weeks after undergoing prostate cancer surgery. 
Uh, he wrote on Instagram, I'm back. So excited to see all of you. Uh, during the first hour, he said that he's feeling better and trying to exercise. Adding great medical care and the love of friends and family, it goes a long way. So isn't that amazing? Stop and think about it. I mean, you know, again, I've said before, someone who has a much more physically demanding job probably wouldn't be able to be, be able to go back that quickly. Yeah. But two weeks after having surgery, I mean, it's it's it, that's why you should get your test. And if you're not symptomatic of anything, all guys get, you know, at a certain age, get your test and get on it and you can yeah. get past it. Absolutely. Uh, Kate Middleton is teasing an exciting new project. After more than 500,000 people took a survey, she offered about the lives and welfare of children. Uh, she shared that later this week she would share five big insights from the research and will answer questions about her big project. Uh, she released a teaser video on social media saying this year has been a hugely challenging time for us all and there hasn't been a more important time to talk about families. Later on this week, we'll share five big insights that we've discovered, and I will take your questions. Is she building her own nuclear bomb? Uh, this is just the beginning, and I want to thank you for starting a conversation because we're all on this journey together, she says. Anybody else uh, watching this season of The Crown? I'm going to say for the holidays. Got to okay. get started on it. It's probably yeah. the same thing I'll do, Steve, yeah. It's really good. Steve, last week we were talking about how Prince Charles and some of the others in the royal family are taking a little bit of... Um, an exception. An exception to yeah. it, and it, it, just, it occurred to me that it's, it's much more recent history. You know, it's all of these things that have happened to them in their lives as opposed to their aunts and uncles and grandparents and whatever and so uh but man it's it's so good and i probably say this every season this is my favorite season so far well it's, it's great it Excellent. has been consistently great yeah. i'll tell you one thing though that you have to realize as people watch this when they have conversations taking place between these people no one knows what was said right. no one knows so it, it, you know these are fully scripted moments we can get the gist of it but you're right yeah they have, his, to, they have to pat it there sure. are historical event events that have happened that they frame Stories around. Like, no one believes the Queen was such but, a big fan of the Iron Sheik. Th- th- no. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he was a polarizing. He's so sexual. Figure. She loved the Camel Clutch. Yeah. Uh, camel Clutch me. But the Princess Diana storyline and the actress that's playing Princess Diana is incredible. And um, there is a lot of evidence of things that she said over the years. So that part of it, and, and that's where Prince Charles was having some trouble with things. Right, right. It's, and Prince Charles, by the way, it didn't come out of that whole thing smelling like roses. Exactly. Yes. When, when they take dramatic licenses, it's, it's for a reason. And uh, I remember an interview with Ron Howard talking about um, Apollo 13. Right. And there's a scene where things get tense and they start yelling at each other in right. the capsule. And actually, Jim Lovell and those guys said, they, they came to Ron and they were like, look, that, that never happened. And, and we would never, right. ever blow our cool like that. It's part of our training to never do that. But his response was, guys, we have to be able to in a short amount of time, show that there was this is a real situation, yeah. and, and it was tense, even though it didn't. So we need to we need to stretch the truth a little bit for this particular scene. the The astronauts didn't like it, but it needed to be no. It, it needed to stress the urgency. It's true. How do you convey something? That's why you know that that's the the, the greatest issue is that if you can get the sense of what they might have been feeling. Exactly. That's, and so when you watch a biopic or something, realize a lot of that has been employed. Yes. It's not an absolutely no. accurate, you know, uh, unless you're watching a documentary and even then. Right. Um, and lately, and I'm going to get to the crown, but I've been re-watching because my daughter prompted this all of Stranger Things. I'm uh, halfway through the second season. Had she watched it? Lo- yes, yeah, she has. Right. But this is unexpected. She just started watching. I'm like, ah, and I'll watch an episode. I'm like, Oh, yeah. 
This was a great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot how awesome it is. So Netflix has uh, recruited new season regulars uh, for the next uh, Stranger Things, uh, including Jamie Campbell Bauer, Eduardo Franco, and Joseph Quinn uh, as series regulars, as well as Robert Englund. Ah, yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, among several other uh, recurring actors. Production is underway for that right now. And uh, Jeff Dunham playing the president. uh, I did not hear that, (laughs) but uh, wow, am I excited. Uh, Yeah, playing Reagan. Uh, (laughs) But no, I'm I'm happy because we're re-watching this that uh, that they're working on that. It's an excellent. And I recommend... Going back to it if you want to, because I'm enjoying the hell out of it. And I love the last season. It was so good. I love the last season. So good. Uh, Let's see. What else here? How about this? Uh, John Boyega uh, tells BBC that he had a transparent, honest phone call with Kathleen Kennedy, who's a producer of Star Wars, uh, telling GQ in a cover story that the franchise had sidelined non-white characters. He explained, so I got on the phone with Kathleen Kennedy, who's Lucasfilm president, and she verbally showed support, and we got to have a really nice, transparent, honest conversation that is beneficial to both of us. He said, I think these kinds of conversations, you can go into the realm of sounding like you're just trying to save your own career, but what is great now is that it's a conversation that anyone has access to. Now people can express themselves about this Knowing any character we love, especially uh, in these big franchises like the Marvels and Star Wars, uh, we love them because of the moments that they are given. We love them because of those moments and their heroic moments that these producers all decide for these characters. So we need to see that in our characters that are maybe black or for some, uh, from other cultures. So they had a nice conversation about it, and he walked away being happy. Uh, let's see here. Uh Hanway Films has pre-sold Philip Noyce's nice. true crime story, Peggy Joe. Noyce. The only reason I brought yeah, up no, this yeah, story yeah. is because the guy's name is Noyce. I'm familiar with this name. I don't know why I am, but he's... Um... N-O-Y-C-E is okay. how you spell it. So it's fun to play at the N-O-Y-C-E. And it's set to star Lily James. Lily. Universal Pictures has snagged the film for multiple countries across the world. Uh, Peggy Joe follows the story of a bank robber who committed heists dressed as a man and is based on the story of a real robber of the same name, huh. uh, Peggy Joe. So it should be interesting. What, does it list anything else he's directed, Philip Noyce? I don't. The name does sound familiar. Yeah, Nick is yeah, looking it up. Steve, I'm sure that there are things on here that you would recognize. Um, I don't recognize a lot of them. But the, the Quiet American maybe would be something that you know. I what think, about uh, Nutjob? Uh, nope. <laughs> but uh, Quiet American with Brendan Fraser and Michael Caine. You remember okay, that one? Okay, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's got a long list All of right. director credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. There's one more story I wanted to get He did to. Sliver. Uh, that was a weird movie. Yeah, it was. What was Sliver? About? Sliver was, was the, uh, the, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, William Baldwin was spying on um, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, and uh, then they ended up having sex, and the, it was creepy. Ninety three. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it no. was follow uh, Sharon Stone's quote unquote follow up hit to uh, Basic Instinct. Okay. And yeah, so she had shown her beaver in that, and this one was the butthole. <laughs> and then Billy Baldwin's follow up. We need a we need a follow up. We need a butthole. <laughs> she went from beaver to butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you remember? How, did they, how did they pull that off? I mean, what did she did she the old Ace Ventura thing? She oh, turned was around. She's gonna light a fart. <laughs> oh, that was. I was thinking of Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. Lights a fart. <laughs> okay, Jim Carrey, uh-huh. Barry's butthole. Doesn't scenes. matter. Yeah, it's all the nineties. I mean, what really is more um... sexual? The vagina, or no. titillating? Yeah, dirty, dirty. The vagina. Really? I think so. Okay. I mean, you you know, the butthole is. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> to be honest, it's got it's got more application. Well, I guess the vagina. Well, the vagina. I don't know, man. Listen, let's let's. Uh, Kathy, can you work on this during the commercial I break? Think, well, mm. How would you say that that is dirtier? Like, That's like butt like... porn is more. No, no, the, the, delicious. I think. I what is was the question? What is dirtier as far as sex? Butthole stuff. I think. What do you? What are you trying? I'm to just ask? talking about looking wise. Like, okay. If you are watching HBO, where right. where nudity is allowed, right. and they showed a vagina, yeah, and then followed <laughs> it up by showing somebody, woman the, or man, the, uh-huh. the the hiney hole, right? Which, what would you be like? Oh my god, I can't believe they just more showed aghast that. at. Yeah. Um, the that's that's a good I would say down. What yeah. are you talking okay. about? Interesting. I'll have to work on that. Well, that might be like a little character study. Yeah, of which you which maybe you, Bill can make a contest out of it. Badger, badger, badger bung. butt, bunger, yeah, bunger, bunger veg, it's MMR's bunger B. <laughs> Starting Monday morning. Starting Monday morning. <laughs> Five times Hi, a day. Beaver. Vote for the bung or beef. Win the entire Scorpion King, Scorpion King Blu-ray collection. Uh huh. It's a big new cash promotion. I have one last story. We're moving on. Uh, bung or beef. Complete with sound effects and promo, and do you have the lightning strike and then uh, all that? <laughs> that would be no. I you don't have that. Else, no. Okay, all right. Hang on. Casey's got set. This would be. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god! No, 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 no. It's okay. You got it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Bum or Starting Monday, five times a day. You call them and decide which you would be more frightened to see on HBO. A beaver or a bungalow. <laughs> Winners receive the entire Scorpion King collection on Blu-ray. Okay, we're All stopping. because of Philip Noyce. <laughs> Noyce. Thank you, Noyce. Yeah. One last story. Uh, the sequel to Black Panther is set to begin filming in Atlanta in July of 2021. Wait a second. The Black Panther Wait. lived in Atlanta? I thought it was Wakanda. Um, well, you know, you think it is. Yeah. You know, they have that... Uh, that tricky that, little thing there. Yeah, yeah. that uh, hologram of sorts. So, according to The Hollywood Reporter, sources say that uh, Letitia Wright, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, and Angela Bassett are expected to return, with some saying that Letitia's Wright character might take on a more prominent hey, role. Man. So she played his sister. Yes. She was great. She, she was might the, be the Black Panther. She was like the brains behind the all the, the tech. Have the ladies, have his have yeah. his guard, have, uh, have those step in and become a squad of, uh, that would be super badass. Watching the uh, end game, which I did a few yeah. weeks ago, you know, they, they have a scene where the gals take over. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it's cool. pretty, it's yeah. pretty badass. So I do like the, the strong female badass character roles that Marvel has rolled out, and that could be, and they've that been, continue yeah. that on. They've been a part of comics forever. Oh, a lot of people yeah. say, well, we're looking for strong female. They've been a part of comics Forever. Now, check the X-Men. Yes. Man, that's, yeah. There's loads of amazing, badass character superheroes and villains. Yeah. I mean, listen, Chadwick Boseman's illness and death was a surprise to all of us. I don't know if it was a surprise to anybody in the in that Marvel camp, in the Kevin Feige camp. He apparently so kept they, a, a, a kind of a secret case. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe just to a select few. You're saying they, they probably had the, ma- the, uh, the, the, the progression already in the works? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Maybe. Maybe to a select few. Uh, so anyhow, uh, that's uh, in production, which is uh, good news. All right, we're ready for clips. Let's get to it. 
So an ordinary teenager enlists the uh, to work on behalf of MI6, where he uses skills that he never knew he had to become a spy in Alex Ryder. And in this clip, star Otto Ferrant calls the audition process, uh, recalls the audition process for the show. Here we go. Mine was a long process. Um, I think I started auditioning in, in November, and I had my final audition at the end of January. And there was about th- four four or five rounds in that, um, including self-tapes. But the final day was this long day where I got there at 9 o'clock in the morning. There was like 20 kids all going up for Tom, Jack, Alex, and they paired us up with so many different people. I don't give a f***. Alex Ryder is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. Here is the next clip. Twelve teams of dogs and their humans compete in an epic adventure across multiple continents in the pack. I just started watching this. In this clip, Lindsay Vaughn discusses being pitched the idea to host the show alongside her dog, Lucy. Amazon contacted me. They're like, do you want to host a show with your dog, Lucy, and other dogs? And I'm like, yes, I do. It was the perfect scenario for me. And I was just excited to be able to have a new challenge after my skiing career. And it was perfect timing. And see, Lucy loves to travel. She's been around the world with me. She's been to Korea to the Olympics and just was pretty much the perfect scenario. Shut up, dummy. Uh, the pack is streaming now, and that is on Amazon Prime Video, by the way. So the series starts off, Preston, where they do the uh, the La La Land stuck in traffic with all, everyone in the car with their dogs. And they get out in the dogs. They're all doing that. Dun, 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 oh, that's dun, dun, great. Dun. That's great. Excellent. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in uh, the entertainment report this morning. We're going to break. We're going to have a chance for you to win a tattoo today. Preston and Steve themed tattoo and tattoo Tuesday. So text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll see if you win by the end of the program. We're also going to get our friends from Lorenzo's and Sons in. We'll do some giveaways with those guys. Jim Florentine is on the program. And most importantly, our totals camp out for hunger. Your totals camp out for hunger. Coming up in about an hour from right now. So we'll find out together what we did. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You know what? If you are, I read some news this morning. If you're sitting in that gunk on uh, the Schuylkill Expressway, that Kathy was talking about that accident, Schuylkill uh, eastbound. Uh, if you travel over in that area, I do have some good news. It's not fixing things this morning, but I did read that the 422 construction work has been going on for three years. Yes. Is finally done. They just have to paint some stuff, and yeah. then they are completely finished. So if you travel around that King of Prussia area, and you've been dealing with that for three years, it's yeah, it's at the end. I drove over it a week or so ago, and you notice it. It's it's finally starting to come yeah. together, and and you could tell that they were getting close. That's that is good. News. Excellent. Yes. It begins uh, now. Begins phase two. <laughs> right. Well, now you've got you know the stuff going on down by South Street. Oh and, yes, uh, yeah. and that's that's like a couple of years project. So it's just, it moves around, but when it opens up, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, you know your children will be able to enjoy. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, exactly. It's always about the children. Uh, interesting story uh, this morning. Have not heard mob stories in this area in a while, and so I was surprised to catch this this morning. But 15 alleged mobsters and associates involved in the Philly and New Jersey Mafia have been indicted on a string of charges, and that includes federal racketeering, illegal gambling, extortion, and drug trafficking. And it's it's, it's a La misunderstanding. Cosa, it's uh, La Cosa Nostra. It's they're, a they're misunderstanding, saying. Preston. Indictment doesn't mean guilty. Okay. 
you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. What were you convicted of? Yeah. Not what that's did you do? That's what counts. And even then. But with this news resurfacing are some outstanding mobster names. Nobody does it like the mob. No, no. So the few that uh, that have been re- I've read in this story. So the crime family is accused of using its reputation and influence to control criminal rackets like bookmaking and loan sharking in Philadelphia and Atlantic City. So the this one thing I don't understand. goes back to 2015. Preston, if they're making books, kids can read. Yes, you're it right. It helps. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 I mean, that's literature. Making books is Make, a good thing. Reading is a good thing. Oh, this is gambling. Oh. Uh, so the some of the men are also accused of peddling heroin, cocaine, yeah. fentanyl, methamphetamine, and oxycodone, as well as being involved in a plot to kidnap or murder a dealer who sold members of the crime family fake drugs. This is the biggest activity, as you write. We, we've... It's been years. Now, we've had different people on, you know, to talk about the mob over the years. And, and, and Philly, the Philly mob, the, uh, the Irishman was based on, you know, the, the, the crime situation in Philadelphia for years in the 70s and 80s. But uh, this, is, this is huge. The last current story I remember was uh, Buddha Lutz. Remember, we even talked to him. Buddha Lutz, yes. And Buddha. also, uh, uh, Jory Merlino was back in the news recently. Mm-hmm. He's looking at some additional stuff. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it fluctuates, but it, it's it used to be kind of very prevalent, and uh, it's uh, it's been sort of uh, on the down low. Among those uh, named in the indictment are Joseph Joey Electric Servideo, so that's Joey Electric, and then you've got uh, Louis Sheep Beretta. Louis Sheep Beretta. Yeah, Louis Sheep is what they call him. Uh, then you have <laughs> then you have Victor DeLuca, who goes by Big Luca. Uh, but, His name is Luca. But by far, the best one is Anthony Tony Meatballs <laughs> Gafoli. Wow. That's like a movie name. Tony Meatballs. I love that name. You missed a few, though, Preston. There's Tony, the pleasant conversationalist Murano. Oh. Salvatore, the certified notary public Santino. And <laughs> Frankie, full activities for Tone. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Frankie, full activities for Tone. For Tone. Uh, you know, um, and of course, the, the Lion King. Full activities. <laughs> he has his own jingle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does. Yes. <laughs> hey, comes Frankie. Hey, sir, that's Frankie, full activities for Tone. He can tell you wonderfully delightful things to do when it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. He's got an in at Floral and Hardy. <laughs> Uh, and He's then, my mom but then you have you have uh, Daniel <laughs> Daniel Castelli, but he's known as Danny, Kazi, Butch, and Harry. So I wonder, Preston, <laughs> when they get these names, are they names they take on themselves, or is it like a pledging process, at, like an animal house? I think you're handed in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I absolutely Why think balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, the du- it may be as simple as a dude may have loved or mm. was famous for for his meatballs that he would make, yeah. you know? Yeah, it could be that simple. I mean, the God, uh, not the Godfather, but uh, Goodfellas yeah. has, a, you know, Johnny two times. Mm-hmm. Marissa, Marissa are you it. pulling that? Yeah, I think she yeah, has. It. Yeah. Oh, we do? Okay, yeah. Let's, uh, let's... Full activities. <laughs> Black's brother, Fat Andy, and his guys, Freddie No-Nos. And then there was Pete the Killer, who was Sally Balls' brother, Nikki Eyes, and Mikey Franchese, and Jimmy Two Times, who got that nickname because he said everything twice, like... I'm going to go get the papers, get the papers. <laughs> That's crazy. Get the papers, get the papers. What would, your, what would your nickname be, Preston? Man, 
You know, I um, I can't think of it. Preston uh, drumsticks. Yeah, sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, maybe. Uh, uh, Steve uh, really likes Batman Morrison. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Peabuds would float as a mobster. No. Name. It's got to be... Something that's emblematic of In what you are. In fact, there's got to be... A mob name generator out there. I think right? so. I think they're, they're probably within the in the underworld. There's an app, or they have yeah. a service. Can you look it up and see if there's a mob uh, nickname generator? There I, is. I, I, oh, you found it, Kath. <laughs> All right, let's. See. Oh, yeah, but you ha- okay? The one that I found, you have to uh, pay. You kind of have to go through like a Q and A. No. No, no, can't do that. Yeah. It's no. not like your street you grew up yeah. on and, you know. Yeah, and, and the first car you owned or whatever it is, yeah. You have to put in your first mob hit's name and the, yeah, uh, yeah the extortion. How many it. questions are there? Uh, Nick found the same thing. So uh, Nick is, is filling it out right now. By the way, I have some other historic um, mob nicknames, best mafia nicknames. There's some pretty good ones here. Uh, you have Carmine, the Italian Meyer Lansky. You guys familiar with Meyer Lansky, the Jewish mobster? The, no. uh, the uh, so there is a great movie. Uh, uh, Lombardozzi is his actual last called, name. Called uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Sergio Leone, uh, who I forget who directed it, but it's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, James Woods is in it. Uh, Robert De Niro. It's it's a it's a great movie. It is the the rise of the Jewish mafia in the United States. Mm. Uh, Nick, by the way, already did the question, so we can answer these quickly, okay, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, so mine, apparently you answered for me. I did. It says, I am Preston Smiley Elliot. <laughs> and yeah. I'm the Consigliere. Oh! My occupation, it says Consigliere. My racket, nothing dirty, just handling the money into the business. Uh, my idol is Meyer Lansky. Oh, there you go. The, the, so that makes sense. As, as a money man and the, the Consigliere. Who is Meyer Lansky? Uh, Meyer Lansky was. Oh, this guy we were just talking about. Consolieri. Thank you. I'll do Steve next. Do you want to answer the questions as I do? Okay, go ahead. All right. So, gender male. Uh, pick a region LA, Vegas, Midwest, South, or Northeast? Northeast. Northeast. Okay. Which side of the law are you on? I'm on the right side of the law. I try to be on the right side, but we all have our weaknesses. The law has never done nothing good for me. I'm a wise guy, though, and through and through. All right. Um, uh, I want a really cool name, though, but I got to be honest. I'm on the right side of the law. You're going to be honest? Okay. All right. What racket are you involved in? Money laundering, murder, bribery, robbery, casino skimming, bootlegging, who, me? And uh, I uphold the law no matter what. All right. uh, Murder. No, no. uh, Let's do do murder. Let's do murder. Okay. I'm Uh, on the right side of the law, but I commit murder. Okay. So what's your role in all of this? this, It'll generate, um, but this is what you think. Uh, Capo, consigliere, mob wife, corrupt politician, clean cop. Soldier, boss. Let's just say I know some people who know some people. Let's go with mob wife. Right. Mob, mob wife. Okay. And pick your favorite era: prohibition, modern era, Rat Pack era, swinging sixties, or the disco era. Rat Pack era. Rat Pack. All right. And he's going to put in your name, and then it's going to put the. <laughs> I want to see what this moniker uh, in the middle. Generate so nickname, go. and you are <laughs> Steve Shorty Morrison. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Why Shorty? You are the corrupt politician. Ah. Your racket is, hey, I just take what's offered to me, okay? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, your idol is Louisiana Governor Huey Long. <laughs> Huey P. Long. Wow, Huey Long. Uh, hang on a second. Lou is on the line. Is it what? our Lou? Who's Lou? It says he is grew he up mom? in a mob family. Hey, Lou, good morning. Who's Lou? It is Lou. Oh, my God. Lou? Lou, you got mob ties? Of course. I come from Rhode Island. <laughs> I come from Rhode, Rhode Island. Island, the home of the mob. Hey, yeah. hey, well, my nickname was Louis the Whip. They call me the Whip. 
Louis the Whip. And how did that? How did you come upon that? I used to collect uh, for uh, bookies. I used to work for a couple of bookies collecting. Okay. And when, when guys didn't collect, they said you know, my hands were faster than a whip. <laughs> wow. wow. So you were, you were a money guy for the mob. I was a money guy for the mob. Ah. Yeah. So, so you were... things for so... the mob, but uh, collecting was one of my big things. My father was a bookie. Um, my, my uncles were, were uh, captains. We hung out at clubs. It was just like that movie, The Bronx Tale. That's how I grew up. Wow, I didn't okay. know that about you, Lou. Okay. That's, uh, I mean, now you've put that all behind you now, and you, you run a delightful gardening center. Of course. <laughs> nah, that's straight up and up now. Right, that's, that's in the way in the past. There you go. Good man. But Lou, I have a question, though. Can you actually put it all behind you? Of course. Yeah, because I was never a made guy. I yeah. just was connected guy. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, he was. He was. He was. Uh, you were a leg breaker. You know, like if uh, if people weren't paying up, you had to squeeze them a bit and get the money. But you weren't going around. You know, you're like Rocky. You weren't. St- you weren't stealing. You weren't uh, dealing drugs. You weren't. Uh, you weren't killing people. Well, now, now you got two levels of that. I was a collector, so I would just go and, and collect for bookies. Now, if, if people didn't pay, yep. Trust me. There was another guy that came behind me. Okay, okay. All, right. all right. I got gotcha. you. So you were the welcome you. wagon. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So you're even more removed. It's, it's, it's you're, you're almost legit now at this point. <laughs> Lou, I, I have a two-part I have a two-part question. Totally legit. Mm-hmm. Lou, do you like uh, do you like mob movies and, and mob um, portrayal and pop culture? Oh, of course. All right, because I believe they depict the uh, Rhode Island Mafia in The Departed. Yes. And it was any uh, of that accurate? Oh, yeah, definitely. Wow, because that was some heavy stuff. That was yeah. really creepy. Yeah, if you would have seen some of the guys. I mean, uh, Eddie Mulligan, Bobby Cigars, all them guys that I used to uh, hang out with. Because Mulligan was the, uh, and that was his name. His real name was Eddie Eddie Romano. But uh, was uh, um, he was a capo. So we all worked for for Mulligan, Bobby Cigars. He was one of his soldiers. Bobby DeLuca, who actually just got out of prison. My mother called me the other day, told me he just got out. So, so you worked. You, so you were fairly. I mean, you were connected, but you, as you said, you were not so in deep that if you were to leave, you'd be you'd be subject to reprisal. Oh yeah, they're not going to bother me. Yeah, right. I was just in there, and I make a few bucks here and there. Right. You know, just doing different things, but never did I. I wasn't inducted, so that means I vowed to give my life to this thing. Right. Because no, I'm not 100% Italian. you got to be 100% Italian and have them track your blood all the way to Italy on both sides of your path. And the reason for that is that they can find your relatives your in Italy and exact revenge, yes. correct? Yes. Yes. Right. Lou, did you ever cross paths with uh, Whitey Bolter's crew? Uh, my father did. My father and Bobby Cigars used to ha- uh, hang out with, uh, with with Bolger and them guys. Bobby Cigars. And, uh, but can you do it, Nick? Do a quick check on Bobby Cigars. Yeah, and, and, and... smoked a pipe, ironically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kathy, did you have a question for Lou? Uh, I did the no, real quick. I. Well, wh- I did the generator, and I'm Kathy Moneybags Romano. Ooh, but, um, hey, we we'll like Moneybags. So Lou and I probably worked together in a different life. Yeah, he worked for that's me. Right. <laughs> uh, that's interesting, Lou. So did you kind of? Uh, I am curious about your your level of involvement and how one uh, kind of slides out of that. Did you kind of age out of it, or did you have to say, "Look, I don't want to do this anymore"? How did it work? I left. I, when things started getting hot, that's when I took off out to uh, 
when I when I did my bus trip to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, that's right. yeah, that's right, dude. You, oh, so, so he's, he's, he's fled. Was that of, was that the purpose of going to Hawaii? Yeah, I got out of there. I got ah. out of there. See, heavy. you don't just I'm leave. Sorry. You had to go to Hawaii. Yeah. Well, he listen. <laughs> That's, uh, I would go to, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd get the hell out. Yeah, you had to flee the country. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nick found, hold on a second. I got an update on Bobby the Cigar DeLuca. Yeah. It says here, Rhode Island poet mobster Bobby the Cigar DeLuca sprung under coronavirus. They let him out. Wait, doesn't sprung mean they, they that he broke out? No, no, no. no. He was, oh, he they was, let him no, out. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. But this was recent. This was uh, two weeks ago. And uh, apparently, uh, Lou, he was a poet. He was a writer. Yeah, he's also a rat. He ratted out on a, on a murder. For this guy, Stevie uh, DeSaro, got killed, and he was buried um, in in a um, uh, Billy Ritchie's uh, like garage. And then when he got in trouble, because he used to hang out with us, with, with Steve Flemmy and, and Whitey Bulger. Yeah. And uh, them guys killed a guy named uh, Stevie uh, DeSaro. He was a nightclub owner in Boston. Hey, is, they found Stevie's body, and he ratted them all out. Is Flemmy a last name or a, a nickname like <laughs> Fleming? No, Steve, Steve Flemmy is a real name. He was called the Rifleman. The Rifleman. Rifleman. Which was Chuck, uh, Chuck Connors, right? Wow. Um, yeah. Lou, did wow. you see anything that scared you? Nah, I've been in times. I mean, I've I've been in the car when the guy's sitting next to me and he's got a thirty-eight and he's loading it. He's like, Louie, take me over here. I want to go see this guy." <laughs> and I never had fear when the guys did that because I know they're not going to whack me. And luckily, we never found the guy he was looking for. So my life would have definitely changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, ju- yeah, you you. You you slalom through some pretty potentially treacherous stuff. Thank God you're on this side. But so yeah. when you were in the company of these guys, you never felt. I mean, you never felt no. that your your life is at risk. No, I was grandfathered in. Uh, my grandfather was connected. My father was connected. I mean, I used to owe money to bookies. The bookies would come knocking on my door. My wife used to take the phone on Sunday. Yeah, I wouldn't call in bed. Now I had guys knocking on my door. They would. Now, and my wife would be flipping out. This is my first wife. She actually passed away in prison. Long story, but... Um, it, uh, you, wait, wait, wait. Just wait. Your, your, your first wife passed away in prison. <laughs> yeah, put, a, put a pin in that one. Yeah, We're yeah. going to get to that one later. Maybe not today, but... We'll, All right. we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, when we talk first wife, she died in prison. Okay, so you were, you were saying? Right. So the guys are knocking on the door, and they're like, come on, Louis, you know, you got to pay. I think I blew 2600 that weekend. This is like in 1991-ish, you know, yeah. and, you know, it's a lot of money. And I said, look, I, you know, I ain't got it. Well, you're well, you going to take a ride. So I go over to, to, Bobby, uh, to Bobby G's house, and I go walking in, and, they, and these two guys are expecting me to get, like, you know, pummeled and yeah. stuff. And Bobby, Bobby says to me, Louis, sit down, let's have a cup of coffee. So I'm sitting there having a cup of coffee with with Bobby, and they're like, what? It was Louis, look, you got to pay. He goes, but, you know, when you can. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> he says, when you can? When do you ever see yeah. that in a mob movie? We'd like to work out acceptable terms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they never, I couldn't be touched is what they used to wow. call because of my father's connections, my grandfather's my grandfather was connected with with Raymond Petriaco, who was he, he was the dog. So, so, so you're saying, Lou, that your your uh, your father and your grandfather were deeply connected, and that sort of cast a a protective yes. bubble over yes. you. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. I right, have known that. Is there any chance, Lou, that you might get in trouble for sharing all of this stuff, or is it all ancient history? Yeah, this is all gone. All them guys are dead. All right. Uh, Bobby Duke just got out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, yeah, but he's got the COVID. Yeah. But he's good. Yeah, now Bobby Bobby DeLuca, he's a good friend of my father's, a good friend of mine. I've seen him uh, about 1991, then 92, the last time I seen Bobby. But you, 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 I'm not afraid of Bobby. I'll, I'll knock him out. So let me, oh, <laughs> wow. That's a wow. Let me ask you, uh, Lou, another thing. What, what other, like in the way of, of uh, upper tier mobsters, have you ever encountered or been in the company of? Well, uh, Raymond Petriaca, if you look him up, he, he was the Don. He was the Don from Hartford all the way to Maine, New England, and he had he had part of the Caribbean. So uh, so look up Big Raymond, Raymond Petriaca. Um, That's a good territory to get the Caribbean. I, yeah. <laughs> like they're sales reps. Maine to the Caribbean. Yeah, Imitation. Right. Yeah. You haven't had lasagna until you've had Caribbean lasagna. Caribbean <laughs> yeah, Hey, so 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 uh, uh, that's that's pretty wild. And you know, you don't think of that, uh, Lou, in, in terms of the uh, um, that part of the Northeast as having a thriving um, mob culture. But I guess why not, right? Why wouldn't oh, they? Totally, totally connected. We had, you know, there was there was Charles Street, Silver Silver Lake, the Federal Hill, and we used to be all Italian gangs. So we would fight yeah. each other. Wow. Oh, we would fight each other. I would fight the Hill, or we would fight Silver Lake. I was from Charles Street. So Charles Street had Ed, and Eddie Mulligan ran Charles Street. Huh. So, and it was the El Dorado Club. That was his, his office. So if you got in trouble and you had to go to the El Dorado Club, you know you were going to get in trouble. Get oh, boy. Have you, ever, uh, yeah. have you ever thought of taking a pen to paper and recounting any of this in a, in yeah, a, in a book? Yeah, you know, people have told me that. Back, you know, that I, I that I should take a pencil and paper and write down some of the stuff to my past, and I haven't yet, but I should. Yeah, I mean, you've, I think, you've, you've, I think, you've got great stories. I just in general, you've got great stories. I think it makes some compelling reading. Yeah, I'm not a good writer, though. No, you, think, you, you, know, you don't have to. You get it to someone who can you knows how to get the, uh, you know, you have a, a ghostwriter. Uh, well, Bobby yeah, you just record yourself. Yeah. And Bobby DeLuca was known as the poet of the prison, so yeah, you yeah. can yeah. <laughs> work with him. Yeah, yeah because he was a rat. He was a rat. <laughs> <laughs> how could, could you like Lou anymore? I know. Yeah, how about every, every last Tuesday of the month, which is today, just call it Lose Day. And uh, Lou it. calls in with a story. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Like, well, Lose Day. Let's do that. Right. Uh, Lose uh, every month. That's, that's Louis the Whip's day. Who's Lou? Yeah. Now we know it's Louis the Whip. Uh, Louis the Whip. All right. That's awesome, Lou. That's the best, Lou. Thanks for the heads up, man. We'll we'll hear from you all soon, right, okay, baby. bud? All right. Hey, guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Lou. Thanksgiving we'll see you, buddy. Lou. Wow. Who's Lou? I had, I mean, I... Wow. I, I knew he was no. like a you know he had hey. a whole bunch of stories but he wow. sounds like, you know like a guy on the street but I didn't know he had uh, he was directly well uh, employed well, a lot of times what happens is and I'm sure Lou would echo this is that you know it, it, again you're 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 a product of where you are and, and a lot sure. of times how you get how you have any chance of getting out of there and so you fall in with it's like a, it's like, like a Henry Bronx. Hill yeah yeah or Henry Hill yeah, yeah same thing with Bronx Tale yeah, too yeah, you yeah. see any of those they're, they're in that area right and. and 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 some people look up to you know the guys that are a big deal, and, right? And they start kind of falling in line. And oh, know. I guess this is how it's done, yeah. you know. And they yeah. don't they don't get the um, the exposure to the other side of the coin. Like in the Bronx Tale, you know, De Niro's the bus driving, hardworking dad. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, it's wild. 
Louis the Whip. Louis the Whip. I love it, man. Who's Lou? I do like Tony Meatballs a little better, but yeah. as far as the name goes. But Who's Louis the best? The Whip, Louis the Whip's pretty badass. Louis the Whip or Frankie Fall Activities for Tom. Oh, <laughs> or Moneybags Romano. Moneybags Romano. Yeah. Yes. Fall right. Activities. Fall Activities. Wow. <laughs> It's it's pretty wild, you know, because in uh, in Casey, this goes straight to like years ago. There's there's been a handful of times over the years that we've mentioned things like you know the Teamsters and yeah. and, and uh, things getting dirty in there, along with the mob and so on. And anytime we mention that, Casey's always like, eh, uh, I don't want to talk about that. And uh, friends told me a long time ago when I had actually met Joey Morlino, yeah. I was at a I didn't even know who he was. I met him it was when I first moved here, and I was down at the nightclub Egypt. And I guess right. he had a stake in that. And I met him when I get pay- when I got paid, and somebody's like, "Hey, this is Joe Morlino. He's one of the owners. Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you." Blah blah blah. Wait a second, are you Kenny Knight? And I saw him on on television. You know, like months and months later, and a friend of mine's like, "You met Skinny Joey?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I met that dude." He's yeah. like, "Do you know who he is?" I'm like, "No, I don't know who it is." And he told me, uh, and and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I got all freaked out. And he's like, "Dude, they don't care. they don't, they don't care, care about you. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They have actual." Fish to fry. I mean, I they got a third level disc jockey today. I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He does uh, afternoon drive. Uh, but but Lou was directly tied he didn't in. Play and... my uh, Jesus Jones song. He's like they don't oh, care. Yeah. Yeah. My Jesus Jones. I know song. Steve always right jokes right about my grandfather, who um, he was actually a step grandfather of mine, right. but he uh, put a little girl in his trunk because uh, she was teasing his daughter. But he was involved in the mob. I mean, mm-hmm. that was his job. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, did you have you seen the uh, the Irishman yet, Preston? No, I. It's listen, only eighty-one hours. Call me sacrilege, but I've had enough of De Niro yeah. and Pesci and Pacino, and I I didn't feel like watching it. So it's, I, yeah, I, and listen, you're not going to learn anything new, right? right. You're not going to see much new. Uh, however, I I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a little weird because of the de aging that they use right. in some part, but it is. Yeah. It's a solid movie, right, Case? It, I yeah. enjoyed it. There were some funny parts where you know De Niro's character is younger and he's he's walking like an old man. He's walking like an old man, or or he's kicking this dude's ass. As a younger man, but he's moving like an older man. Yeah, he's, standing, like, oh. he's standing there while the guy runs into his fist. <laughs> Can, could you come here? I'll, I'll eventually get around to you know Godfather yeah. one and two are my two all five all time favorite movies. And so. as right, rightfully they should be. And Goodfellas. Did you see the trailer recut for Godfather three? Not yet. No. So I was Cop- talking about it on the air. Right. The other day, we were but, talking about that. Yeah. So they finally released that, mm-hmm. and it looks like. It looks like Preston in the trailer. They don't even show Sofia Coppola. No kid, not at all. Yeah, she wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, so yeah, mobs, mob activity back in the news again. Fifteen mob activity. Fifteen people <laughs> arrested uh, with various names like Joey Electric, uh, Tony Meatballs, Big Luca, and uh, Kazi and Butch and Harry and all this stuff is interesting. But little did we know, we had Lou the Whip on our side. Lou the Whip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to take a break. <laughs> We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to get to the bizarre file, and more importantly, we are going to announce the totals, the results, everything from Camp Out for Hunger 2020. Uh, so, if you've been dying to know uh, the details, and there's still time left, by the way, with Acme going through the 29th, yeah. still accepting donations, so it's a it's a fluid number. We'll come back in a moment. We'll get to all that stuff. And we return. We also got our buddy uh, Jim Florentine joining us at some point, and Lorenzo's in yeah! the Suns. Stopping by with some pizza. We'll do some giveaways with that. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Corey Taylor. Larkin Poe. 
Stapleton. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So here's what we will do. Let's do uh, some Bizarre File stories. And then we are going to roll out the totals from the Camp Out for Hunger 2020. Mm-hmm. Right? So here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by Auto Parts Experts. Auto, <laughs> AutoPartsExpert.com. Hard to find brand name parts available same day. Well, a man was experienced depression as a result of his failing marriage, so he went to his family physician mm-hmm. who counseled him on ways to improve his marriage and prescribed him marijuana and CBD. Well, the patient now claims in a lawsuit that all along the doctor, Ronald Rosen, was having an affair with his I, wife. I knew it. Uh-huh. It was the guy who was, resu- he was having depression because of his failed marriage, the doctor's banging the wife. Uh, Pearson Tone is his name. Uh, the the music the I'm sorry the husband uh, seeks 2.9 million dollars from Rosen for professional negligence. The lawsuit states as a result of Rosen's conduct, plaintiff sustained emotional distress, including loss of his marriage and emotional and social destruction of his family. You know what? You need to get away for a while, just by yourself. Why don't you take a long trip somewhere? <laughs> from 2015 to 2018, Tone, his wife, and two children received medical care at Rosen's Clinic, which is called Open Paths Integrative Medicine. And at some point, the suit says, Rosen began a relationship with Tone's wife. In November 2018, Tone went to Rosen to treat his depression, which was caused by stress in his relationship. Rosen counseled Tone, offered him solutions to enhance and heal his marriage, and prescribed him herbs and breathing techniques for his depression, in addition to marijuana and CBD. She the... never seems to want sex. That's not what I've found. After the visit, Tone learned that Rosen had been involved with his wife for an extended period of time. Oh, my God. The couple... Ultimate betrayal. Later divorced, Rosen has been licensed to practice medicine in Oregon since 1991. He has no prior cases of medical malpractice, but he's being sued now. Wow. A puppy learned firsthand how scary nature can be, but luckily a brave man came to its rescue by battling an alligator with his bare hands. The scene went down in a pond somewhere in Florida where the poor little dog wound up in the mouth of an alligator, which thankfully wasn't nearly as big as the one that was seen on a golf course in Naples last week. You couldn't escape this video yesterday. It's still terrifying nonetheless. The gator had the puppy completely submerged before the hero jumped in and pulled them out. And as the frightened pooch yelps for help, the man used his brute strength to pry open the beast's jaws, allowing the dog to get free and to run to safety. Florida's version of Crocodile Dundee wasn't done dealing with the gator, though. He reportedly tossed it over a nearby fence in hopes that it would not return to that particular pond. So he saved the pup. This happens a lot, right? The puppies and small animals. We have stories every now and then of somebody walking their dog and a gator jumps out and grabs them and they have to fight it off. You can't do that. Mm. That's a problem we don't have in Pennsylvania. No. No. A man is left with critical injuries after a spin on his motorcycle took a horrible turn on Thursday. Police responded to reports of an injury in a crash. After investigating, officers found out that the man had been racing his bike when he lost control and wrecked. And when he hit the ground, a gun that had been in the waistband of his pants fired, striking him in the hip. Oh, man. The man was also then struck by a vehicle that drove by. That driver fled the scene as well. So the guy crashes his motorcycle, gets shot by his own gun, gets hit by a car, and it takes off. The motorcyclist was transported to the hospital with critical but non-life-threatening injury. Not your day. 
Police discovered the man was also a felon. While searching his motorcycle, they found a large bag of suspected methamphetamine. Uh, electronic road signs near Jasper, Alberta, are now warning Canadians not to let moose lick their cars. Oh, okay. Moose Why are- don't you forget the moose for a moment? Moose are getting way too close to cars to get that tasty road salt. And uh, Parks, Can- Parks Canada authorities say it's not. It's best not to indulge them. I'm going to go lick a car. In French and English, it says, do not let moose lick your car. <laughs> These moose, which typically weigh around 800 pounds, become weigh as much as 1,800 pounds, love to stand or kneel in the middle of the road to lick salt off the road surface, putting them in harm's way. Listen, if an 1,800-pound moose wants to lick my car, I'm going to let it lick the car. Uh, they become rather desensitized to cars, too, even though a vehicle moose collision is bad news for both parties. Uh, the moose also don't care how much their antlers ding and scratch the car's paint, either. All they care about is that tasty road salt. Rantlers! Uh, <laughs> it's like a moose! Uh, prior... They came out of nowhere and licked my car! <laughs> guidance issued by the Alberta government advised drivers to stay 30 meters away from any moose and honk or sound their car alarm when they see one getting close to their car. That same advisory also told motorists to try and push, try not to push the moose away out of their car. My name is Mountie Cobra. Agitating an 800-pound behemoth uh, behemoth, uh, likely won't end well for you. And also, there can be chemicals in the uh, uh, the salt as well. Makes the moose sick. Not good for the moose. All right, and there you go. We'll wrap that up. Why don't you forget the moose? We will uh, for the bizarre file. All right, ladies and gents, everyone who has been participating in our drive this year for Camp Out for Hunger 2020. We have totals for you. Um, and we, you know, we never set goals for ourselves. No, we, no. we, we had that for the first year. We tried yes. to raise a ton. The second year we tried to raise two tons and we did that. And then after that, we're like, you know what, whatever we get, we get, we're, we're done and we won't be upset. And, uh, year after year, uh, things have continued to increase. We've been very lucky in that regard. And it's a huge team effort. Um, and we put incentives out there, uh, for people to, to, well, to incentivize them to participate. And we, uh, have the largest contribution by a business group and organization that always tries to get a little competition going. And, yeah. of course, we uh, we have uh, live broadcasts and some advertising campaigns that people can win, that companies can win through that, and we continue to do that. Um, and then, of course, we rely on uh, the assistance of uh, the average everyday person and whatever they can get from uh, their pantry or stopping by and donating, like through Acme and the Head Start program. So... Uh, this, by the way, continues for a couple more days. I know I said earlier that Acme will continue through the 29th. I was wrong about that. Acme continues through tomorrow, the day before Thanksgiving, to take donations. So if you are headed to Acme to purchase uh, whatever you may be getting, uh, you can make donations right at checkout. And we do appreciate that. And that was obviously a huge thing for us this year as we uh, got some information uh, the other day on air about those totals. So. Um, I'm going to roll out what we do have. So we have two. We have, we have a few different announcements to make. We have number one, the largest amount uh, by weight of food. We have the largest. Uh, we, we have the amount of monetary donations, and then we have the prize winners that we are going to pass along to you. And also, we want to thank some of the other uh, huge donations that were uh, a part of it as well. Um, so let's start with the total weight of food. That was donated this year at uh, Camp Out for Hunger. And I'll follow it up with uh, what previous years were and so on. So 
We're very, very proud to announce in a year that was a big question mark on how things would uh, would turn out. The biggest ever. To announce that Camp Out for Hunger this year, total weight in non-perishable donations are, or just overall food donations are, over two and a half million pounds of food. Amazing. Amazing. Two and a half million pounds of food. So the total was 2,536,355 pounds of food. That's 1,268 plus tons of food. Amazing. Now, just to give you some comparison... And I'm going to follow this up with something else. Yeah, because there's different numbers to run here. Last year was uh, 2.6 million pounds, which is 1,339 tons. Now, before you say, wow, we came up just a little bit short of last year, (laughs) hang on to your hats because we have another number to pass along, monetary donations. And I'm going to give you, do we have last year's totals? I know it's about two hundred thousand dollars. It was yeah. somewhere in the neighbor. In, in it the- was two hundred thousand on the dot because we were just short of it, and then we ended up uh, right. donating to make it an even two hundred thousand dollars. So last year, two hundred thousand dollars raised. Camp out for hunger this year. Wow, one million four hundred forty-nine thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that is obnoxious. Yeah. That that is ridiculous. And any other adjective you can come up with that just goes over the top from two hundred thousand dollars to one million that's that's one point two million dollars more than last year's total. So that so far eclipses everything mm. that, that has ever been done in this endeavor. So and in pure fashion, a big bulk of that was the individual donations made yeah. through Acme. Oh, yeah, the the overwhelming amount. Yeah. Because for donations made through Acme, which comes strictly from our listenership. At the register. And, and their customers was $1,064,000. So the overwhelming amount of that came from individuals, the monetary include the monetary donation. Donation also includes two hundred twenty-one thousand dollars donated just through WMMR.com. It's yeah. amazing. So the overall it's amazing the overall amount raised just from WMMR.com went more than all the monetary donations last year, and that included um, corporate donations yeah. and and individual donations. You know, Everything was eclipsed. Large yeah. donation. I mean, just. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. And that number, the 1,049,000 uh, that was uh, came through donations through Acme. 64,000. 64,000. Yeah. Sorry. That number was as of Friday morning. Right. Okay. So that number. On a week where people now have been continuing to do that purchasing for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Case. That number mm-hmm. has since grown and will continue to grow through tomorrow. And yeah. we will actually have a new number uh, coming back next week. So I'm hoping for 1.5 million. Oh my god! I, I, I like. I that think we get, can do it. Get nice and round there. So uh, we're we're blown away by this. This also includes that monetary uh, number, the one million four hundred forty nine thousand nine hundred eighty six dollars, is also included in the over one hundred sixty four thousand dollars in cash and checks donated on site or pledged on air. 
uh, from some of our celebrity friends, and I'll I'll name check a few of those like a, um, Adam McKay, yeah, JJ uh, White Incorporated, Cinch, QVC, Families Behind the Badge, Visica Hemas Foundation. Uh, Shine Down donated ten thousand yeah. dollars. Adam McKay, by the way, twenty thousand dollars. That was incredible. That was the largest individual donation we saw by far. Uh, Wisfis donated ten grand. So it just goes on. There's and on. another page there as well. Because and, the, and I post, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't see this. The Jackson Family Charitable Fund, fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. That's amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bimbo donated twenty five grand. Keen Compressed Gas. Uh, Patrick J. Doherty. There's or Doherty. Um, there's just a huge list of people, uh, and, and including a lot of anonymous donations you kn- too. You know the Jackson Family Fund, Preston. It's a, it's your friend, Scott. Oh my God! Yeah, I didn't even know that. I know, dude. It's incredible. He probably doesn't. Want he probably doesn't to know want that it was him, but, but I don't care because that's a, that's a unbelievable. He lives in my neighborhood. I know. Oh my God! And you don't know his name. No, no, I didn't, no, that I didn't know that was that. That was me. That was me. Oh. I didn't even see him. I didn't even see him the whole week. We didn't see anybody yeah. the whole week. No, yeah, no. Honestly, sometimes so. people want to oh. just keep it, you know. And the, but, I mean, honestly, there's nothing wrong with having your generosity celebrated. And that is a that is a wonderful thing. So, Jeez. by the way, this money, you know, that you're hearing about, it's not going to go to purchasing Learjets or it's not. It's, it's going directly to the purchasing of food. So, I know some people are like, well, how much does that equate to, to food? They're still working out the numbers on that because there's different ways it's applied, whether it be through produce or whatever but let's just say this it's huge yeah it's massive and it's just it's beyond overwhelming so uh thank you everyone who got on board thank you to of course acme markets just a huge nod that partnership we've we've been growing that partnership over the last few years we've been doing head start stuff and we've had the grocery store there in the parking lot in years past but this at the checkout has taken it to another level. Well, I was sort of saying on on social media, I had a feeling they were going to be the superstars of this thing. And to turn that over and to allow that to happen, and again, Preston, in its purest form, from day one when we started the camp out, the idea was, and we would tell people, your individual donation means everything. Well, it's not a lot. It's just a couple of cans. Yeah, but for the people who are going to eat that food, it means everything. Yep. And here you have the proof altogether how much of an impact it made. This text says, is the money in addition to the food, the 2.5 million pounds and the 1.449 million dollars? It is, and I'll tell you why, because we're going to announce the largest business donations right now. So let's start with third place, and you'll see why there was over 2.5 million pounds of food, because these corporate donations were unbelievable. Third place... And listen, everybody's first place in our book, by the way, okay? We just have to put this on a number because we did have these prizes. This is for a contribution by business group or organization. Third place receiving a, uh ad schedule on WMMR for the first uh, quarter of 2021, $20,000 ad schedule, went to Unilever with 394737 pounds. I mean, out of nowhere. Unilever steps in with a staggering donation. Yeah, almost 400,000 pounds. That's absolutely amazing. And again, as we've said, in a year where we needed to cover lost ground and set those shelves with enough reserve to carry on through for quite a while. Yes. Oh, my God, did people step up. And this music takes me back to my Kenny Knight days. (laughs) All right, let's (laughs) let's do second place. This one... I wish I could get this. It's a live broadcast from Pierre Robert. Yes. I would love to have Pierre broadcasting from my house. Talk or sports. My, or my business. We talk sports all day long. 
And this one, with a total of 481,081 pounds, goes to Comcast. Again? Again? The way they upped from last year to this year? Yes. Unbelievable. Essentially a half million pounds of food. Staggering amount. So congratulations, Comcast. Let Pierre come and play. (laughs) You guys will have a great time, and we are... Uh, we're lucky to have you in our lives and a contributor and uh, helping out with the, the nuts and bolts of the broadcast part of it. They should let him work in the IT department for a while. <laughs> yeah. He would just <laughs> wonderful thing. All right, and no surprise who first place is because they've won several years in a, war, uh, in a, in a row and they make it a part of just their, their yearly um, journey and their, their yearly mission uh, to continue to share the love. So we'd like to congratulate first prize winner with 752,632 pounds of food, Subaru of America. Unreal. Yeah. I didn't think there was any way they'd pass last year. They had 736,000 pounds. This year, 752,000 pounds. And you add these up together. I mean, that's three quarters of a million pounds right there. And that's why... The Camp Out for Hunger was able to obtain two and a half million pounds of food. And then on top of that, almost a million and a half dollars in cash donations. So the bottom line is, everybody wins on this. Everybody wins on this. So realize this. In a year where we really, at the beginning of this, and we'd gone through multiple variations and how we were going to pull this off. And was it going to be virtual? Are we just going to be doing our show and ask you to make the calls? And what we ended up with was, by far, yeah. the biggest yield for a camp out for hunger ever. It full-on eclipsed anything Everything. that's ever been done for this Dramatically event. so. So I, we're, we're humbled by this. Um, and, and I also want to... And it's uh, you. You did it. Yeah, you did. I, I want to throw out some love to uh, some other groups that were a big part of the business challenge but uh, didn't make it into... The prize into the winner circle as far as, you know, winning, uh, picking up something from. I mean, like I said, everybody wins. But uh, Porsche Club, uh, Jeff Walton and crew. Amazing. 133,860 pounds. Incredible. From the other car clubs, 25,795. That was part of the uh, fill-a-trunk event. Yeah. Quality Services Plus, 157,895 pounds. Wow. Campbell's Soup gave us 100,000 pounds. GBCA, 98,684 pounds. Marissa, Tito's Handmade Vodka. Yay! 78,947 pounds. I didn't even see Tito's down there anywhere. That was amazing. All this work that they did. We were so busy. Uh, Tyson Foods, 77,640 pounds. White Horse RV, 70,684 pounds. IBEW, the International Brotherhood of Electric... Workers? Yes. I got to make sure I get the bookies. 34,368. And BlackRock, 18,684. Is that Jersey? uh, Jersey. BlackRock, Jersey. (laughs) So it was so much more than we anticipated. So much more than we hoped. We just hoped that we would come anywhere near what we did last year, and this went way above and beyond. Or even other years, just any year. We went to something because we did not know what was available to to have this. So as you go into Thanksgiving, 
realize that the spirit is alive and well, no matter what's tearing, you know, seems to be tearing us apart and all of this stuff going on and the conflagrations that you're seeing on the news. Just realize that out there is this vast group of people who have a common interest in making sure we all do well. It was just amazing. And listen, if you need help, if you're food insecure, don't hesitate to reach out. There are people in this uh, in this area that that are are doing this for yeah. yourself, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's a tough time right now for a majority of people. If you need the help, go get the help. And Phil Abundance is a great place to start. And there's many things you know. There's all kinds of issues that we're having right now, and if you need help, reach out for that help. No matter what it is, it's not just food insecurity. You see this? You see what's happening here? People want to help right yep. now, yep. and they are there for you. So please do that. Thank you, guys. It was incredible. It was an yeah. amazing year. Everybody. There's too many people to thank. Uh, but but uh, mainly from our, our, our Beasley family um, and, and everybody here, oh. it, it's, it's, all a, uh, it's all a team effort. We learned so much, and obviously we're, you, you know, we don't want to give anyone short shrift. Rodney, of course, Rodney Bird, who's always an amazing aspect of all this stuff. What was done to satisfy the requirements and restrictions of pulling off the camp out in Eric Simon. And you said, President, of course. We we could go on for hours giving yeah. acknowledgement, but let, suffice it to say that uh, where we had really no knowledge of how we were going to proceed with this, the fact that it came off as well as it did without a hiccup, yeah, uh, it's just astonishing. Yeah. Yep, yep. We're absolutely. too stupid to do it. So uh, thank you, thank you again. And uh, with that, we got to take a break. Yep. All right. So we'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Nick pulled up something that got me very excited. Yes, today, Nick, I did know this, Ready Player Two comes out. Wow. The book. I just, I just ordered it. An <laughs> audio book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An audio book. I'm going to stop by a bookstore today on the way home and pick that up. I, I'm, I've been very excited for this. I'm going to read it first, and then I will eventually listen to the audio book. And Will Wheaton narrates it again. Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton narrated the first one. <laughs> I've listened to that book probably five times. I read it. Twice. When you listen to it that many times, you're still enjoying. I'm still that engaged. Are you? It's such wow. a fun journey. It is. It's so different than the film was. If you've only read the film, or I, I, only read the film. <laughs> if you've only seen the film, you need to read the book. The book is. I think it's my favorite. It's the most fun book I've ever read. You yeah. you lo- you adore it. I'm I'm excited to be disappointed by the sequel. <laughs> uh, and and, and uh, no no I, and I sh- I should because I know it's right in my pop culture. Oh my god! Steve. I did enjoy the movie, Preston. I, I thought the movie had a lot of elements that I thought were very uh, inventive. And, and as for a Dolby Atmos presentation when you have people over your house it's awesome yeah. but if you but it goes into a different direction it focuses so much on and i didn't even play games like dungeons and dragons right and, right right and text games yeah it focuses on that a lot and bringing those to life and old school video games like uh you know uh pac-man and and some of the originals 
And it is, they, they didn't do that in the movie because they didn't think that would translate well on film watching somebody play video games because a lot sure. of what he does in the book is actually play video games and live inside video games. But it is such a cool book. I'm, I'm hoping for big things. And Ernest Klein, I actually emailed him because we had him on the show and he never got back. He never no. got back. I wanted to have you I'll, I'll take another son of a bitch. I'll take another stab at it because he has yeah. ties to the Philly area. I think he's from Philadelphia. Preston Elvin. Who the hell is this? And well, he had delete. <laughs> he had signed the email yeah. to me. May the force be with you always. And I uh. thought that was kind of you know our thing. Aww. I guess, buddy, I guess he's a liar. Yeah. Yeah. Buddies for life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, well, I got to thank your buddy Will, who turned you on to the book, who then turned me on to the book. I don't like reading. A lot of times when I'm reading, even though it's something. Well, Th- that words. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> even though it's something that I'm, I haven't been "quote unquote" assigned. Yeah, I feel like it's work. And that book I read more than once, and I, you enjoy, you simply enjoyed the pleasure of reading. Yeah, man. Do you ever do Audible books, Case? Yes. In fact, I did that Audible Audible book. Uh, I tried to do the People's History of the United States, which is uh, I believe it's read by uh, Matt Damon. Uh, and then I'm also doing uh, How to Change Your Mind. I can't listen to Audible books while driving because I space out completely. So I have to listen to them like driving to overpasses. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I just don't. You're not I, I don't I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Uh, I'm I'm an Audible book guy all the time. I'm I'm trying to go through the entire Stephen King library. For the longest time, I, you know, I just like I, yeah, I saw the movie. I don't need to read the book. Now I'm reading the book. So like right now I'm reading Christine. So here's what I do. So I have the Audible books, and then like if I'm doing stuff around the house, like in the in the garage, or whatever, I have like I have an Alexa in there. And I have it, you know, continue reading my book. That's cool. So as I'm working in there, it's reading the book to me. Or in the ba- if I'm doing stuff around the house, I'll bring one of the units in there and, mm-hmm. and read. It'll read the book to me as I'm doing busy work. See, that's when I, that's when I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, in that case, I also wouldn't be able to just sit around the house and do it. I'd kind of, I think my mind would wander a little bit. So driving is perfect for me. It's a perfect time killer. I love it. Well, I go for walks, and so oh, there you go. A lot of times, I'll do uh, the audible book while I'm walking. Can you do it while riding your bike? Mm. Or is that too tough because you're also on the road? Well, no, no, because sometimes I'll listen yeah, right. to I'll I'll listen to my headphones while I'm riding my bike, which is ill advised. Um, yeah, so you can hear traffic, right? So I can hear traffic, but I mean the the headphones that I use, you could still hear the wind and stuff like that. So I think the wind would get in the way of me okay. listening to the book. All right, well, the book F comes out wind. today, mm-hmm. so I'm excited, Nick. Thanks for bringing up that uh, article about that. Uh, we'd like to play a game. Yeah, we're gonna play a new game. We're going to play a Steve Morrison created game. Yes! yes! Steve gets to be the host. Well, and I do this for you. We are going to be the participants, the Preston and Steve show members, but you get to play along too because you can agree or disagree with our Ooh. answer for a prize. Nice. And it's pretty simple. We're going to do movie taglines. Called screen tag. Screen tag. Yeah. All right, so Steve's going to recite or he's going to read a movie tagline, one that you would have known for the advertising of the film. And we have to identify the movie. And you can either agree or disagree with our answer. So maybe we might be trying to fool you with a wrong answer. You never know. So no, that, now if we run through all our prizes, we, you guys can just play. Okay. And we can yeah. finish off the list that way. Yeah, if it goes quick yeah. and we run out of prizes, we can just have some fun with it. Because I know you made a lot of, created a lot of them. So a tagline obviously is, for example, who you going to call? Is the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. tag. There you right, go. Right, yeah, perfect. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right, so 215-263-WMMR. We'll put you up, and uh, we can just each one of us go one at a time through the uh, the show members. And, Casey, we have a variety of prizes to give away. We do. Thank you to our friends from uh, Lorenzo and Sons. Oh. We have a uh, $25 Lorenzo and Sons pizza gift card. Gosh, also, that sounds great. <laughs> we also have <laughs> digital downloads of a couple of different movies. One that we're all excited about, I know for a fact, 
is Fat Man, yeah. starring Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins, as well as this movie press you were talking about it last week with Nicolas Cage. It's called Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, yeah. And uh, it is a an explosive thriller. I watched the trailer for it. It actually looks... We are kind of having fun right, with it. Yeah. The trailer looks pretty damn good. Listen, the, the concept of... Using jujitsu to battle yeah, aliens yeah, know, is yeah. kind of funny. So, but it looks like it works. It it, it does. All right, yeah, yeah. it works. I'm in. And while we're waiting for our callers to get on the line, I'd like to take this time to send out a shout out uh, to a, uh, a guy that I met yesterday, and I'm going to try and sing him a song, Steve. Right, go it ahead. goes something like this. Uh, hang on, I need this music off, otherwise I won't be able to sing okay. the song. Uh, it goes, uh, "Bucking Sons Repair, Bucking Sons Replace." I got to thank uh, Buck. Who came from a recommendation from Rodney? Buck came and replaced my windshield. I paid full price for it. By the way, right? This isn't a, an illegal radio maneuver. It we do those not. all on the side. But Buck that? has actually replaced a lot of windows and mirrors for WMMR. He huh. replaced mirrors for Minerva windows on MMR vehicles. Uh, Betsy apparently had uh, shattered the back window of uh, the MMR van. So. Especially with Minerva, if you spend mm-hmm. as much time out on the road as Minerva does, which is uh. none. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got it's a undrivable. He's got a long history with MMR, and that's why he was recommended by uh, by Rodney. So Buck came, and this is how it works. Comes to your house, you know, replace the windshield while I was doing yard work, and, you know, it's all done. And, and so thank you so much to Buck. And then hello to Buck's son, who apparently is just... Son of Buck? Son of Buck. Yeah. You son of a Buck. Uh, but he's a huge fan of the show. So hi, Buck's son, whatever Excellent. your name is. All right, you guys ready to play? Yay! The name of the game is Screen Tag. All right. And uh, let's get started. We'll go. Uh, let's start with you. With me? Okay. Yes. All right. I'd love to do it. And I'm going to be playing with listener Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning. Am I on the radio? You are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. All right, Brian. All right, Brian. Preston, here is your screen tag. Okay. He may be dead, but he's the life of the party. Ah. Uh, I am going to guess that that tag is for Weekend at Bernie's. And, Brian, you can either agree or disagree with me. Oh, I completely agree with that one. Good job, Presbo. That is correct. Weekend at Bernie's. What do we have for Brian? All right, for you, Brian, we have a $25 Lorenzo and Sons pizza gift card. Now, freak out on that, Brian. <laughs> we love you, Frigga! Brian. Thank you, buddy. All right, hang on the line. We'll get your information. By the way, thanks to Giuseppe uh, from Lorenzo and Sons Pizza for bringing by these pies. Oh my god, oh, my I had to man. stop. I had yeah. to stop. I had one piece of the Bella Cecilia, but he brought the Mama's Laura's meatball clams casino live, clams. which is going to be going in the new casino. It makes oh, sense. Nice. Yeah, We're putting in a Lorenzo and Sons at the new casino down in the sports complex. And so he created that pizza. So we got, like, the R&D stuff that he brought in today. It's excellent. It's and it's actually good. some deep dish Lorenzo and Sons. So if you go to the Westchester nice. location, uh, they have different pizzas than you've had at the other locations. So uh, they're on uh, 27 North High Street in Westchester. So thank you. You can go to Lorenzo'sWestchester.com. All right. Let's proceed. Who's up next? Who are we going to do next here? I'll go next. All right. Casey will go, and let's get Rich on the line. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Hey, you guys rock. All right, thanks, bud. Screen tags, here we go. All right, Casey. One man's struggle to take it easy. Okay. One man's struggle to take it easy. I was introduced to this film um, 
uh, by my brother back in, it had to have been the early 90s uh, when I was uh, just getting ready for college. Is, is that right? It is right. I love this movie. Rodney Dangerfield is an all-time fave of mine. That's easy money. Easy money. Rich, you going to agree or disagree with Casey? Casey seems like he knows. I'm going to agree. That is incorrect. Oh, Good poker face. He sold yeah. it on you, man. <laughs> I think I know. Rich, you, well. Uh, okay. I, I forget how this game is played. Can it, I no, guess? No, you, can, you can guess. You Rich lost. I'm yeah. sorry, Rich. Thanks, so, bud. Is it risky business? No. Okay. I was going to say easy rider. No. Okay. Just no, look for something with the word in easy one. in there. What was it? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, oh man. Wow. No Yo, idea. Rich, oh, yeah, so sorry that. about uh, that. Let's go to Romano okay. to take a stab at this. And uh, you, Kathy, are going to be playing for listener Ryan, so he's on the line. Ryan, are you there? Yes, good morning, Ed. Uh, good, good morning, morning. <laughs> to you. Uh, I needed to hear that. Kathy's going to take a guess. You're going to agree or disagree. Here we go. All right, Kathy. Mm-hmm. A comedy of trial and error. Oh, uh, my cousin Vinny. Oh, what do you think, Ryan? You agree or disagree? I agree. Yes! Oh, nice! I wouldn't have gotten that. Very nice, Kathy. Well done. All right, what do we have for Ryan? Ryan, we got a $25 Lorenzo and Sons pizza gift card. All right. Hey, bud. Look at you. All right. Nick gets to take a stab at this next. All right. I, by the way, I was gonna. I don't know why the first movie that st- that jumped in my mind was From the Hip. Do you remember that? I do remember From was, the Hip. It was a yeah. courtroom comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was um, uh, from Bre- Breakfast Club. The uh, um, John Bender. Uh, oh, John man. Hirsch. No, no, Judd Nelson. Nelson. Judd Nelson. The other judge. And the, the other judge. Yeah. The two judges. Jugs Mahoney. It was <laughs> Judd Nelson. Masters Nine. It, was it wasn't Nine a very. In fact, I think Ali um, Larder. No, Sheedy. Sheedy uh, was in that too, I think. Uh, you got and me. I just I remember the title, and I remember it was a, it wasn't good. It wasn't a very yeah. good movie at all. All right, so let's uh, let's see what we get uh, here with Nick. We have Harry on the line. Hey, hey. Harry. Good morning. Hey. Hey. All right, Harry, you're playing with Nick. You know how this goes. I do. All right, let's get all started. Right, Nick. Almost said skin tags. Okay. Screen tags. <laughs> skin tags. All right. You're the up, first dermatological game. Yeah. <laughs> skin tags. Skin tags. Uh, in space, no one can hear you scream. All right. Uh, this, to me, is one of the most iconic uh, taglines of all time. So trust me, Harry, I know this one. It is the movie Alien. All right. I do not agree. He says he disagrees. Disagrees. And uh, Harry should have agreed. It's yeah. Alien. Nick was spot on. Now, if he would have said aliens, yeah, that would have been. You know what? I wonder what the the follow up. It is in spaces. No one can hear you scream. Use scream. <laughs> in spaces, no one can hear you scream. Uh, alien. Or my, I've told you this story before, yeah. but I'll mention it again real quick. My uncle took me to that movie. <laughs> I thought we were going to see a Star Wars movie. <laughs> nope. Or something like that. Yeah, it because, was the complete antithesis. Oh, my God. It it was one of the most terrifying movie theater experiences I've ever had in my life. Because yeah. I didn't know it was going to be a scary movie. It was going to be, you know, space princesses. Right, and right, right. Lightsabers. And, <laughs> and it, it, it took, a, it, when that thing came out of its chest, I, yeah. I was just... Where's the delightful robots? Oh, oh my God. It terrified me. It's a great movie, though. All right, is it my turn again? It yes. is. All right. Or do we? Or can Marissa play? Uh, Marissa, you want to play? You want? Hang on a second. Do All you right. want to play, Marissa? Sure, I okay. can play. All right, let's get um, our next caller, which is Eddie. Hello there, Eddie. 
I like turtles. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. All right, Eddie, so Marissa's going to play. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, Marissa. Tag, uh, screen tag is, man is the warmest place to hide. Man is, oh, is that um the, I'm thinking of the one where they were stuck in uh, like Alaska or something. The Reverend? Uh, oh, Revenant. Revenant. The Revenant. Uh, All right, let's wanted... go to uh, Eddie and see if you agree, Eddie. I'm going to disagree. Probably a good, good for you. Yeah. It's it's the thing. You remember those fur trappers that were aliens and they were hiding in men? Um, you, you were thinking of the, the thing, but you were you were yes. right. It just wasn't. Totally. But you not the revenant. Yeah. But Eddie in another won. more accurate way. Eddie won. Yeah. Eddie won. That's all that matters. All right. What do we have for Eddie? Eddie, we. Oh no, you don't have that. You have a digital download of this outrageous and dark action comedy, Fat Man, starring Mel Gibson Ooh. as Santa Claus. Now nice. this holiday season. Payback is coming to town when the 12-year-old boy receives a lump of coal in his stocking. He hires a highly skilled assassin to kill Santa. Tis the season to get even. You can buy it or rent it or watch it tonight. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. All right, we'll get Eddie and his information and take care of him. Uh, let's go to, it's my turn. We're going to go to Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, what's happening, you bunch of crumb bums? Yeah, crumb bum. We are playing uh, screen tags, and let's get going. Steve. All right, Preston, your screen tag is, we scare because we care. Mm. We scare because we care. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to say that that is the first of the Scream franchise. Scream. The original Scream is Correct. what Preston's saying. What do you think, Paul? I am going to disagree. Probably a good call. Good for you because it's Monsters, Inc. Ah. Well done. And what are we going to get Paul for his trouble case? All right, Paul, we still have uh, these uh, gift cards from Lorenzo and Sons, so I'm going to hook you up with $25 to Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. Excellent. Hang on, Paul. We'll get your information. Casey's up next. And let's go to Stacy. Stacy for Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. All right. So we're going to play screen tags. Casey's going to call it, and you either agree or disagree. Ready? All right, Casey. Here's your screen tag. Gotcha. His story will touch you, even though he can. Um, I I, I don't know, like a uh, ghost or something. <laughs> The movie was called Ghost or something? Ghost. Uh, okay. uh, he says Ghost, ghost Stacy, very confidently. Uh, I'm going to disagree. Oh, uh, you should have agreed. Hold on. No. No. It's, it's, uh, it's not Ghost. Hey, may I guess? Yes. Is it Boy in the Bubble? No. Okay. He it's, can't touch you. Yeah, he can't touch you. Oh, sorry, Stacy. A little more whimsical. No, no, no. She or won. She won. She I'm won. sorry. <laughs> yeah. She did win. Case is wrong. Hang on the line. We'll tell you which one in just a second. Yeah, Miles Anybody else? Uh, the MC Hammer story. <laughs> <laughs> no? Edward Scissorhands. Oh, oh, wow. Makes sense. So, Stacey, here's what we got. Congratulations. By the way, by the way, hang on. Casey was pretending... Like he didn't know he was. He thought he was confidently answering that question by yeah. pretending like he didn't know what it was. Yeah, like, which it makes sense. I see All what right. you're saying. He can't right. touch you. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you win, and I'm happy for you, Stacy, because you got a twenty-five. Do- and this is the last one we have. We don't have any more gift cards. All right. Uh, Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. That is for you, Stacy. All right. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Kathy's up next, and we will go to Zach to play along. Oh, oh Durga Durga. Durga All right. Durga. All right, Zach. You know how this works, right? I do. All right, here we go. All right, and it is for uh, Nick. Is it we Kathy. No, Kathy. Kathy. All right, Kathy. Yes. The tag, screen tag is, we are not alone. Oh, um. Very iconic. Yeah. We are not alone. Oh, I know. Home alone. She says home alone, Zach. Uh, I think it's close encounter of the third kind, so I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. <laughs> Good sell, though, Kat. <laughs> you got one at the last second there. All right, what do we have for Zach? Who's right. the winner? Zach, you, we don't have any more of these to give away. You get the last digital download of the outrageous and dark action comedy Fat Man starring Mel Gibson as Santa Claus. Uh, it's about awesome. a 12-year-old boy who receives a lump of coal in his stocking, and he hires a highly skilled assassin to kill Santa. You can buy it or rent it and watch it tonight. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. All right, we only have a handful of prizes left. So oh, we do? Okay. Yeah, we're we're going to get to these right. uh, where, where we can. All so, right. Uh, let's go next with Nick, and we have listener Rick. This is the second rhyming Yo, pair that we have. Yo, Rick. Yeah, what's going on, man? Yo, bud. All right, we're playing screen tags. You ready? Yeah. All right, Nick, here's your screen tag. Meet the only guy who changes his identity more than his underwear. Oh, uh, Rick, listen, this is an educated guess. I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure that I'm right. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Uh, I'll agree. Oh, man. He agrees. No. Oh, is it that Leonardo DiCaprio, the uh, Catch Me If You Can by any chance? No. No. How about, How about um, you, it's got to be a comedy, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. What? Read it again, please. I'm sorry. Meet the only guy who changes his identity more than his underwear. Oh, oh. Uh, oh the one with um, Dana Carvey. No. I know what it is. What is it? Fletch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Fletch. What was, Dana, what was the Dana Car- Carvey movie where he was like, going back a long way. No, no, what's that? Fletch. That's going back a long way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, All these have been. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Rick won, right? No, he did not. Oh, you didn't lose. Well, I lost. You didn't win. You did that lose. was the Chevy Chase movie, right? It yes. sure was, yeah, yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. No, I was trying to think of the one where um, he is a... Um, the clean slate? No, clean, no, no clean slate. He has amnesia. Uh, Master of disguise is what you're it. thinking. That's of. it. I think yeah. that might be All right. It. Yep. Yep. L- let's go to whose turn is it now? Marissa's turn. All right, Marissa. All right, so we are going to go to Terry. Hey, Terry. Good morning, it. Good, Good morning, morning it. it. So we are going to play with Marissa. You ready? All right, Marissa. Here's your okay. here's your screen tag. The third girl left with her cup. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie I've actually never seen. <laughs> I believe it's two girls, one cup. <laughs> Am I right? Terry? I'm going to agree with Marissa. That is right! <laughs> yeah. That had a tagline to it? I made it. Oh, okay. But Terry, have you seen it? <laughs> I have not. Oh, yeah, we got something in common. Yeah. All right, well, for the holidays. Hang that on was, a so that was the actual... Okay, here we go. Terry, you won a digital download of the action-packed explosive thriller Jiu-Jitsu starring... Nicholas Cage and martial arts stars uh, Tony, uh, how do you pronounce this? Ja. 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 And uh, Elaine Moussi. Moussi. <laughs> it is Moussi. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, it's an ancient order of expert <laughs> jujitsu fighters. They faced ultimate match in a deadly battle for Earth. Buy it or rent it and watch it tonight. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. So the, the guy Tony Jai, I believe it is, or whatever it is, is in the movie uh, The Raid, which is phenomenal. All right. Action movie. We got any left? Yes, we, we have a whole bunch. Two. All right, two, two prizes, prizes that is. Two of them. All right, let me go to Doug. Hello there, Doug. Hey, two in the pink and nine in the stink. <laughs> nine wow. in the stink. Wow. Wait, wow. Happy 11 fingers. <laughs> oh, right. is that the minivan? Sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. There's a, never mind. We'll just move on. Go okay. past this part. It's, it's, like it's the sandwich. It. Yeah. Oh, that's a, it's like a, uh, a sexual <laughs> the, position. The, yeah. the minivan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> two in Hi, the front Doug. And, two in the front and nine in the back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Doug, you and me, here we go. <laughs> I forgot about it. I forgot about it. Yeah. All right. Here's your screen tag. And think about it. Okay, all right. I will. All right. I'll Collide with destiny. Collide with destiny. Collide. Collide with, with destiny. Destiny. Collide. Okay. Okay. I got it. With destiny. Uh-huh. All right, Doug, here we go. Any which way but loose. Ooh, that's a good one. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, no, the name was Clyde. <laughs> Kathy, you want to take a, a spin at this one? I have no idea. Well, you hang should. on. It, it, I, he, he disagreed. So. He's right. So he's, he's right. He's okay. right. right. Yeah, it's Titanic. Uh, Titanic. Clyde. Oh, I get it. Destiny. All right, hang on a second, Doug. Here's what we got for you. All right, we have a digital download of the Action Pack Explosive Thriller Jiu-Jitsu starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, You can buy it, or you can rent it and watch it tonight. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. In my defense... In the director's cut of Titanic, there was an orangutan. There was an orangutan, yeah. yes. Yeah, a Why did you tell me to Jack's pretend friend. like I knew what I was doing if, if I didn't know the answer? And you have not done the same. I was actually trying to think of the answer. Yeah. I thought I would get it. All right. And, Come on, man. And so there. I, I, failed, I failed you on that case. That's okay. Are you ready to go? Yes. All right. Let's get listener John on. John, are you there? Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. You bet, man. All right. Screen tags. You here's might your... be the last one. Let's it, find out. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Last one for a prize, that is. Yeah. All right. Here's your screen tag case. Mm-hmm. You don't get 500 friends without making a few enemies. You don't get 500 friends without making a few enemies. Okay. I believe... Even though the title of the movie is not 500, it's 300. I believe it's 300 with Gerard <laughs> Butler. <laughs> I'm going to disagree. You should have agreed, man. That's uh, <laughs> right. That's probably a good idea. All right. Right. Can it's, I guess? Go ahead. Is it Social Network? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was that or the one where... I knew it was some kind of social media thing, but right. three hundred, yeah, yeah. three hundred minus two hundred, minus two hundred. <laughs> those are the enemies. Yeah, those are the enemies. You get three hundred friends. Right. See how that works. You got more friends than enemies. Hence right. the name of the movie. <laughs> what do we got for? All right, you got a digital. Were download. they even using the same numerical system? <laughs> a digital True. download of the action-packed explosive thriller. Jiu-Jitsu with Nicolas Cage. Rent it or buy it and watch it tonight. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. Well done, everybody. Nice job. Uh, all right, we should take a break because we do have uh, Florentine coming, yeah. right? All right, so and we'll save the other ones for another we time. We got him, yeah. Right. Uh, we'll come back to that because I like that game. That was fun. Uh, so thank you, Steve Morrison. Yeah. Put that together.
Skin tags. <laughs> Skin tags. Green tags. You think that's cancerous? Yes or no? We're going to take a break, and we'll come back in a second. Florentine on the show, so stay with us. Hit up the WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. We have an old friend who's joining us on the program. We've been talking to him for... Uh, long time. We love it. Cause, and he and our buddy Don Jameson are getting together to do a show. It's a live stream stand-up show uh, that's going to be in front of a live audience. But uh, they're going to be selling virtual tickets and you can stream it. And you can do it on uh, Apple TV and Amazon Fire TV and Android and Roku and all these other things. Oh, those computer yeah. through uh, JimFlorentine.com. So please welcome our good friend, Mr. Jim Florentine. Yay! This morning. Hey, Jim. How's it going? Good, bud. How are you? I'm doing good. Nice, man. Getting ready for your Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, you know, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Well, you, you you, you're in New York right now, yeah? I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, so uh, there's some lockdown stuff going on. I assume it's just going to be you and Don. <laughs> <laughs> you guys live together, right? You guys live together and hang out all the time, right? <laughs> Yeah, I guess, yeah, well, I guess we're yeah. going to eat. We both don't have girlfriends, so we're going to have Thanksgiving together. <laughs> you guys are both, uh, you're both bachelors right now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that um, good or bad when yeah. you, because if one of you has a girlfriend, then a lot of times that girlfriend will have friends. Mm. But if neither of you have that, then you lose those options. When you get to be middle aged, there's not a lot of girlfriends that have friends that are single. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Really yeah. That is a good point. So Don is vegan. What does he eat at? Uh, not that you're paying attention to everything that he eats, but what does he eat for at Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, well, no, he's a vegetarian, so yeah, you know, he'll have like pasta and broccoli. He he always figures it out. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, he's he's low maintenance. Like he'll just eat. All right, if I got to eat pizza, that's what I got to eat, as long as I don't have meat. So he's. Uh, yeah, that's what he'd probably have, like some pasta and, and broccoli. Wait, going back to the friends, you know, middle-aged women not having friends that are single, they have like one friend, and every time there's a single guy, you're like, ooh, her, let's see if that would work out. And they, they like filter through all the guys, and it never seems to work out. <laughs> yep. It never works out, and then you got to deal with, you know, they always have exes, and they're divorced, and they got two kids, and then they want you to go to the kid, you know, the, the kid's yeah, yeah. soccer game, and the ex-husband's going to be there. I'm like, look, I want no part of this. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I've heard so many horror stories that mimic exactly what you just said. You don't need to invite all that crap into your life, so... Uh, no, because, you know, the girl or the guy wants to show off the new person. So they go, no, come to my kid's soccer game. With, <laughs> and then you got And then the ex is there. And then you got this, you know, all this tension. And the kid feels it on the field. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I've been that guy before. You don't even know what you're walking into. All of a sudden, everyone's staring you down. I'm like, what? Well, I just came to watch kids play soccer. I just wanted to take the bullet for two hours. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, listen, it, it's not like you don't you don't have prospects. I mean, well, I. Were you were you the kind of guy while while touring who would take advantage of fans here and there, or was that did you realize willing that was, fans? The, re, re, yeah, not not with uh, amyl yeah. nitrate and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Well, 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 getting back to that one thing, the problem is now if you don't invite the new girlfriend to your kids, you know, <laughs> soccer game, then they go, "What? You hiding me? You're not <laughs> right. Embarrassed by right. Me. You're just screwed no matter what you do. So, yeah, but, you don't want me to be around. You don't want me, you're hiding me. 
Would we, but what? to to my other to my other point, would you ever date someone who is like came you know came down to a show? Or yeah, have you a fan? Ever, yeah, a fan. Yeah, the problem is, you know, most of my fans are heavy metal fans. So, you know, unless I want to date a guy in an Iron Maiden shirt. <laughs> 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 that could be a problem. You know, we, were one, we haven't uh, talked to you since uh, since Eddie Van Halen passed. Uh, yeah. what, what level of mourning did you take that to? That was a rough one. Yeah. Because you know, they, they, um, you just didn't think, like, I, I grew up watching them, you know, as a, as a little kid and just... I, they almost felt like they were my age. Yeah. So it was just weird for him to go. And it seemed like, you know, they had things rumbling where they were going to tour. But, you know, you never know. Eddie could have just said that one day to his son, Wolfgang, about having everybody out. And supposedly the rumor was they were going to have Sammy, Dave, and Gary Sharon with Michael Anthony and do a whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one stung, man. I And, you know, I... I we heard the stories trickling in from time to time. It wasn't quite as blindsided like uh, like Neil Peart was, where you just had no inkling at all that he was sick. But I mean, it really it really made my heart ache because those songs were so important to my developmental music appreciation and just teenage angst and everything. And it was just um, that hurt. And you know the, the the thing that disappoints me is they you know Eddie could have been way more productive. Yes, him and Alex always were fighting with Sammy, with yeah. Dave, and they just there was like fourteen years where they did no music at all. They did like four songs with two songs with Sammy Hagar on the greatest hits, but yeah. from like ninety six to two thousand and twelve, they did nothing. And that was, yeah, that that's was, that, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, yeah. See, that that's a sad part. The band really did fizzle, and then and then when they tried to recreate something it just it came up a tad bit short that the magic was gone they they could have kept things going had not there been a, a massive ego battle you know that you know and the thing, thing with the van halen brothers alex always took eddie's side mm-hmm. alex tried to play it in the middle but it was his brother so if whatever you know eddie said whether he's mad at sammy Michael Anthony or David Lee Roth, then nothing would get resolved for five or six years until finally they get off their asses and did some kind of reunion tour. Yeah. It was frustrating as a Van Halen fan. They just, they just sat idle all those years. So was that the case? Because we, we, we heard that uh, that was one of the main reasons that they split with Sammy Hagar. That Sammy Hagar was like, we're a rock band. Let's get out and do rock and roll music. Let's go. Let's let's keep this going. And they were sort of agitated by his almost his work ethic. Yeah, they, they absolutely they wanted to always work at their own pace. And then, you know, then Michael started playing with Sammy, doing some solo shows, and the Van Halen brothers got my, mad at Michael. You know, you're not supposed to play with him because we're mad at him. And Michael's right. like, hey, I just want to go out there and play. I haven't yeah. played in three years. So then he was out of the band. Yeah, huh. they did get butthurt pretty easy, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they were definitely. I mean, those, you know, thank God we got those years of the early David Lee Roth stuff and even some of the Sammy stuff. But yeah. after that, it was like, it was a mess. Yeah, yeah it's too bad. Um, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for some other big revelation in the world of rock uh, to hit sometime and, and kind of throw us into another Well, just to round out of it. 2020, we, you yeah. know, but be careful what you wish for. All just right. when you say, oh, at least we're done. No, we still have a, still have yeah. a couple couple weeks left for this nightmare. Yeah. So speaking of that, so you're going to be performing in a live uh, venue, uh, Jim, and you're going to be streaming. So um, have you done this before? Well, yeah, it's it's like a live pay per view show. You okay. know, we try to find a venue where there's going to be like sixty people in the audience. It's like a theater that holds like two hundred, so there'll be people in the audience, and we're just going to live stream it as like a, a pay per view stand up comedy special. Okay, this is in Ogunquit, Maine. The only time I've ever heard of Ogunquit was in uh, the uh, the novel The Stand from Stephen King. And I've, have you ever been to this part of the the country? 
No, never been there, but, you know, they're willing to do a show, and they've done streaming shows there before, so, like, okay, I'll go wherever I can go <laughs> I, before everything gets mm-hmm. shut down. Yeah, is is yeah. this the new Las Vegas now, Ogden quit because they have this capability? It was amazing. I was supposed to do a, a, um, a, a show in Pennsylvania tomorrow night, and they said they I, it just got canceled yesterday because yep. they put the 5 o'clock curfew on with alcohol sales. Yep, yep. It's oh, it's just yeah. We were talking about the nightmare of trying to balance everything. I know there's people on you know on, on, on different sides of different things. These businesses, but, so, but I mean, but at least so you still have a venue for this, and and uh, it's just you and Don, and you have a, you have an opener. Uh, probably a local opener. Probably you know that's probably going to go on. Yeah, look, wherever they can do a show, I understand what's going on. I understand yeah. how crazy it is out there, and we're just trying to get this show in uh, under the wire, and people can watch it. You know. At home, which is great on the yeah. TV, which, you know, everyone's going to be home now anyway. Yeah. I, I look at, like, the next three months for me as a comic because, you know, there's no way the comedy clubs are going to be open that I'm on house arrest for, like, the next <laughs> 90 days. Okay. Well, it usually grinds to a halt around this time anyway, doesn't it? A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It does. You know, with the weather, too, trying to fly to, you know, yeah. Boston or something like that with blizzards and all that. So I'm on house arrest for 90 days. Hey, it's a good way to take that out for a spin because you never know. You might end up actually under house arrest someday. So, of course, this way (laughs) you'll know. I mean, what if happened you and the guy at the soccer match throw down? That could be. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I'm sure I'm going to be that guy. Or they want to take a picture with you, you know, going to pick apples. Uh, Hey. Oh, look. And post it on Facebook. Look, here's my new fun guy. You never picked apples with me. And then I'm going to be the guy. (laughs) <laughs> I so I, I would assume that in your world, low maintenance is a definitely a, a key attribute to a woman you'd be involved with. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably. Yeah. I just haven't found one yet. Do you? Do you? Cons- are you the kind of guy who will send a pajama gram and stuff like that, or? <laughs> You, I don't even know. I don't even know. There what you that go. Is. Yeah, that you just answer the good question. answer. Yeah. Good answer. Hey, I wanted to ask. We're, we're talking about kids here. How's your How's your uh, your budding stand up star, your son, doing? He's doing good. He hasn't been up on stage in a couple of years. Oh, really? About a year and a half. Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of lost interest in it for now. He's oh. playing basketball. He's hanging out with his friends. But, you know, um, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't want to force it on him. You know, what? and also, you know, a stand-up comedy life is a really lonely life. True. You know, he's going to be stuck in hotels mm-hmm. for four days in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah. you know, I just I, thought he would have gotten t- a taste of the crowd after he said it at, at our charity event, you know, F the Cowboys. And, oh, uh, I know. You know. <laughs> it's uh, amazing he knew that to, to say that in Philadelphia. It is amazing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, listen, uh, Jim. We're gonna we're gonna point people in the direction, so they should just check out jimflorentine.com dot com to uh, catch the streaming show. Yeah, or just watchlivenow.com dot com is is the link where you can go sign up. All okay, right, awesome. Cool, uh, do me a favor, give Don our best, and tell him we'll be in touch soon, and hopefully we'll see you guys uh, in person here in Philly in the very near future. All right, bud. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Anytime, man. Jim Florentine. Yeah! Guys. Take care, brother. Have a good Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. Nice. He's right about those dynamics of uh, I've heard some pe- friends who are going through that mm-hmm. in that age realm, you know, where you start dating and then these pictures get posted and then, well, you didn't do that with me. And these are the dynamics of oh, the yeah. ex-husband or the boyfriend of the kids who don't like you. And, oh, 
Uh, random side note: I drove through Ogonquit this summer. I had I didn't I knew I recognized the name, but there's there's a lighthouse that's near there called the Nubble Lighthouse. Nubble. Yeah, and I uh, remember uh, go to the Nubble Lighthouse. <laughs> We have plenty of footing. <laughs> I brought it up because it's got a funny name. And our friend, uh, Ern McGurdy, uh, you know, old intern Aaron, yeah. Yeah. she recommended that I go check it out. I was with my son. And so we took a side trip, drove through Ogonquit, went to the Novel Lighthouse. And uh, if you're ever in Maine, uh, stop by. Do you guys, I, I've always loved, if you want to talk about, uh, let's talk about things Steve has always loved. I think it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> I love I love lighthouses. I do too. I, I've, I've never been loved, in one. Yeah. You've never been I've in one? I've only seen them from what? afar. Yes. Well, go to, go back to Maine because I know you love Maine and there's like Dude. lighthouse tours that you can do. There's the one down in Cape May Point. Uh, Casey, I know you ride your bike down there from time to time. That's a really cool one too. And you can go to the top. Uh, it's uh, you know three hundred steps or whatever, um, but it's neat. It's, I mean, like they're they're historical. Kathy, have you ever been to the Montauk Lighthouse? Oh my, Steve, it's like you, I've seen it nine million times yeah, from huh. every angle, including in the water. You yeah, know, you, have, have that's you like something inside? you have to see. Have you gone inside? Uh, it's, yeah, it's you know awesome. What? I haven't been inside in a while. It was closed this past summer, the inside part. Um, but yeah, I've been in uh, inside in the past. Some of the coolest photographs I've yeah. ever seen are the ones where there's a massive storm coming in, and you'll see a guy. Peeking his head out the little door at the bottom, and behind Crashing him is like rape. thirty feet of I waves. Have that, him. I have that print. Oh I have that, and God, it, it's, it's a, it. a lighthouse on the coast of France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's astonishing. It is a it is a skyscraper's sized wave crashing in. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> astonishing. Dude, close the door. Yeah, all right, yeah. you're gonna close die. The door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my cousin, who got a house of cards going in here, uh, perhaps my cousin, <laughs> who by the way is celebrating thirty-five years sober today. Uh, hey, he congratulations! Re- yeah, it's a huge accomplishment, yeah. and and we like to say it's a good start. Uh, he recommended a place called the East Point Lighthouse. Nick, I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. What state? I don't know that. It's one. in New Jersey, okay. and it's basically off of forty-seven, and uh, it is a lighthouse in the Delaware Bay. Oh, cool! I and find them very, very comforting, and like yeah, you know. But I might yeah, actually foghorn. Yeah, I might actually check that out uh, maybe this weekend for a, a sunset. Apparently, it's a really great place for a sunset. I actually used okay. to collect. I had a couple of them. I collect little um, depart. I, I guess a company, Department Fifty Six, that does a lot of Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. They have a replica lighthouses. Little miniature. I, I sit there and I watch Matlock. And, I, <laughs> and you paint and your lighthouse. Yeah, and I have my dinner at 2 o'clock. <laughs> Why don't you come on in? Uh, you got to check out my lighthouse. Each is representing one of the states along the Northeast. <laughs> uh, would you like a piece of butterscotch? <laughs> How depressing does that sound? <laughs> On a, on a side note, from Butterscotch, you know what I've been having a, a hankering for? <laughs> what? Werther's Originals. No. no. Oh, those are good. Close. They were right next to the Butterscotch at my grandparents' Oh, house. they're so good. Um, mm-hmm. And the ones that have, like, it's like a, like, like a chewy center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. like it's an apple cider Squirters. center. Squirters. Those are good. <laughs> no. God. I've been having Squirters. Yeah, they squirt in your mouth. Like, you're familiar with Peter and all. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. Took it in that direction. Uh, <laughs> It's very close to that. Stork reasons. I've been having a hankering for a stork reason. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a stork reason? Uh-huh. Oh, stork reason, please. Um, <laughs> it's when you and the other guy hold your hands over the girl. <laughs> stork reason. Yeah, it is basically a chocolate covered. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm familiar. It's a, it's a chewy chocolate caramel covered in rich European chocolate treat. Yeah, oh, yeah. stork is the, the brand. Yeah. 
Oh, so I thought it was like stork like the bird. You know they spell it with a CK? That's weird. Like, it's no. not because it's not the bird. Recent is, is the brand name. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. Name. Yeah. Yeah, but the really stork good. is the company. Yeah. Right. We all thought the stork was you know brain what? damage. <laughs> Preston, since we're right here, you have connoisseurs. Today. I do. We can get right into the food if you want, gang, because I got a couple things to share with you. And don't forget Peter North was in there, too. Peter North was in there squirting butterscotch. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get into this stuff because a couple of these things are uh, Thanksgiving-related, and um, after tomorrow, they will be obsolete. Uh, But I did not know this, but White Castle, it said White Castle has slider stuffing. Slider stuffing? Yeah. They first released a recipe for this. Um... 29 years ago. It's a Thanksgiving side. You, using using slider you know, meat? I've only seen White the headline, Castle? so I don't know. I'm assuming they would you, you take the burgers and use them. But it says here, uh, the brand is uh, gently reminding fans of its existence as the holidays creep up. This year, they're also offering a vegetarian version of the recipe. The usual recipe takes only six ingredients. Huh. Uh, the vegetarian requires seven. So they both, they're both very easy to make and involve deconstructing the mini burgers. Which are um, great. And removing the pickles and then tossing them with celery seasoning and chicken broth. You then bake the mix in a casserole dish at 350 degrees for 35 minutes. Uh, People on Twitter seem very excited about with the White Castle stuffing. So I can see everything, but... I don't know why you need the hamburger meat in there, but I guess well, I can see that. Well, but instead of the like, instead of the um, like, sometimes people put in pork. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I've, I've, uh, mine has always been just um, you know, bread based, but yeah, you could do that in I, there. So I assume you would either chop this up or or put it in a food processor. Have you ever had one of those like food descents into madness where you? You regret what you've done. You like you. You just feel like I. I had. A, oh my god! I had yes. like like a like a um like a bar fly experience. Both Claire and I, my wife, after going to White Castle at one night, and we were just driving back. I think it was from. We got sacks and we were so goddamn hungry, and we bought a ton of food in Preston. I felt like the senator in Godfather 2 when we were just playing. We right, did, right. We, we, we did it all the time. <laughs> and, like, you know, it's okay. My, I my remember brother she owns, was laughing. My brother owns this White Castle. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, and, and, I mean, I, I just, I, I remember hey, just like, I, what have I done? To be honest, and I said this to Rochelle after this past week at Camp Out for Hunger, I said I hate myself. Yeah, yeah. And the reason being because... Listen, we had a lot of extra time on our hands. We weren't meeting with listeners. Yeah, yeah. The the groups that were bringing us food to serve for our volunteers still brought relatively the same amount. So we didn't have the same amount of pe- volunteers or yeah. or listeners coming down. Now the food all got eaten. It got taken and 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 served. But I there was so much of it, and I was so bored at times that I ate. Just to have something to, to do. do. Yeah. And I told Rochelle, I hate myself after this week. Like, I was such a stupid glutton. Here we are at a food drive I know. for hungry people. I know. I know. And, and so I felt but the, the food, just like the that. The food would just week. go bad. It would, it would, it, and it was no, that was part of the deal. But no, yeah, exactly oh. that. <laughs> you have what you have? Well, I do, Steve. Yeah, and, and I know you're not a drinker. And I, I may have told this story before, but uh, there's a, uh, in the South, there's these places called Crystal Burgers. It's, uh, it's, from, yes. It, they're like White Castle. Right. Right? Almost identical. They're sliders, yeah. yeah. Yep. There's one at the end of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. So you go out for the night in Bourbon Street and you work your way back to the hotel. Right. And you pass the Crystal Burger on the way back to the hotel. And my friend Matt right. and I went in and ordered 900 burgers or right. whatever. And you, you're just... 
your brain isn't operating normally anyway, and then you see that you can, well, there's sliders. I can have 5,000 of them. Yeah, there's no problem. And we woke up in the hotel room the next morning. There were wrappers everywhere, half-eaten burgers in the corner. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you feel like, oh, I can accomplish that. And it stays in your system for longer than a radioactive isotope would. It's 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 unbelievable how long that stuff stays with you. But... When you're doing it, there's it's orgiastic. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's another one, and it's it's similar uh, to the um, White Castle one, but it's Taco Bell. So they are offering a Friendsgiving recipe for crunchy taco shepherd's pie. All right. So essentially, this is a, it was created by their executive chef uh, Renee Pischiati. Hey. Uh, that's not. Okay. Taco Bell is Italian. Yeah. All right, anyhow, the recipe calls for two crunchy tacos, lettuce and cheese removed, and it says four hot sauce packets, any uh, head level of heat, all from Taco Bell. Okay, so you need some heat in there. What about head? Uh, And it says from there you need other ingredients, including russet potatoes, cheddar cheese, etc. So it sounds like what you're doing is essentially you're adding mashed potatoes and cheese and taking the lettuce and cheese out, and because shepherd's pie is essentially, it's it's a meat base with with uh, uh, potatoes, sometimes green potatoes, <laughs> gravy, and cranberry sauce, Woo! green beans and cheese on top. So I guess you're making a kind of shepherd's pie taco. It's <laughs> whatever. No, uh, I think that yeah. that's not no. I'd actually take the White Castle configuration over this. I just get some regular tacos. Their their tacos are good. I don't need a yeah. a flourish on this. But what, since it's a Thanksgiving, they're yeah. Friendsgiving. They're yeah. You know what you could do? That twist. Turkey tacos. Yeah. Okay, they, you're happy the turkey, which yeah. I love. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, when we were talking about uh, Thanksgiving dishes that don't normally end up on the plate, that uh, one caller talked about the meat pie. Yeah. From uh, from Canada, that sounded, that sounded really good. good to me. I'd like yeah. to try that. Agreed. What was the name of it? Did I, it was some, it was a French name, Stephen. I don't remember. Right. Le meat, Le meat pie. Le yeah. meat yes. pie. All right, here's another one. Uh, if you don't feel like making Thanksgiving dinner this year, you could always order it from Cracker Barrel. Oh. The restaurant is offering heat and serve options like it has in past years, as well as hot and ready to serve meals to accommodate whatever you happen to be planning. So they're offering two different options for turkey dinners, one that serves four to six people and another that serves eight to ten people. Each includes a hot turkey breast or two, Cornbread dressing, turkey gravy, cranberry relish, rolls, and the choices of sides. Mashed potatoes, <laughs> gravy, and cranberry sauce. Woo! The cranberry relish? <laughs> yeah. What's so, that? I would imagine it's like a cranberry sauce. Whoa, look out! Look out! Probably like what Marissa makes <laughs> rather than the canned, sliced, still looks like the can-shaped thing. Yeah. And you can shop for some random gifts while you're there picking you up your food. You can get Christmas shopping done while you're there, Kathy. Help me! Somebody help me! Uh, guests who pre-order and pick up heat and serve meals on Monday the 23rd yesterday mm. or today before Thanksgiving receive a $5 gift card for purchasing the smaller meal or a $10 gift card for purchasing the larger meal. I've always had that mm-hmm. notion of what would be cool to have like a gourmet you know, set up, come in and do the the the, yeah. the meal for you. Have but it yet, catered? Yeah, and you know what though? I would always feel bad for the people who had to come do it and cater it. Like they should be home with their families too. Oh, I didn't feel bad at all. Uh, <laughs> no, they wouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there 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 are people who don't mind working on Thanksgiving. Now um, I did do it one year, and um, it, 
he brought the stuff over super early with instructions and that was it. So it really okay. was, he prepped, you know, prior to, and then, um, it really was just instructions for me and everything was ready to go. He, it only took him a little while. He was home with his family. So Kath, you normally don't cook on Thanksgiving, right? Or ever. Or ever. Or so ever. what's your plan for this year? I mean, are you going to do just the three of you or no, my, my mom cooks um okay. and right. so uh we've you know we've seen them a bunch she helps a little bit with child care now that you they're know, in your bubble to... yeah they're yeah. they're in the bubble right yeah. exactly okay. uh yeah and my you know i have to give it to my mom she cooks every year because i don't um and so i'll do the dessert though hey i'm good for dessert i i you buy the dessert i've no 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 <laughs> i i've mastered this baking thing i can do it I'm, I'm pretty good i've had some fails i've i've fixed what it is i've learned that flour goes bad and that's why your cookies can sometimes be flat um so i've done the baking so i'll take care of that i'll take right. care of dessert what all do you know how to bake uh, i mean flour I, or you just do it by <laughs> recipe you mean um, I baked you some flour. What do you What do you mean, uh, Press? So, I, I mean, have you have you taken a, a crack at uh, cakes, pies, cookies? Um, yeah. Okay. All, all of, of it. it. Pretty I mean, much all potatoes. of it. Uh, cool. The the pie I did fail the one year because I forgot to cook the crust. Oh, it was so, sushi pie. Oh, it's so mushy. It's so good. <laughs> you guys have had sushi pie. Wait, you had to see it. It was like a it was a Martha Stewart uh, recipe that I found, and I like kind of tweaked it. I took because it had coconut in it, so I took the coconut out. I don't like that. It's Whatever. the perfect and it was, pie to cause diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Is that raw egg? It oh. was no, 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 no. Listen, it was no uh, the, like the the contents of the pie. You didn't have to bake, so I forgot to bake the, the crust, crust yeah. before putting the contents in, and it looked so nice. Like it looked like. It could be on the Martha Stewart magazine cover, and yeah, except Are for the carolers podcast. or just your guests <laughs> screaming with diarrhea. All right, uh, all right. There's one more uh, Thanksgiving uh, item that I'll mention via the connoisseur, uh, and this one is through Popeyes. Popeye. Yeah, if you don't feel like making a turkey, you could always order Popeyes Turkey Thanksgiving Special, which is what now via Uber Eats. It's a twenty dollars feast includes uh, an eight piece meal of Popeyes crispy fried chicken, yeah. one large side, and four biscuits. Yeah. Well, that's just something you'd get there anyway, it's right? Just, yeah. that's an, oh, here's, so here's what it comes in though. Preston, it comes in some sort of... Oh, it's a container that looks, looks like, like a, a turkey. turkey. Okay. okay. I do like Popeye's chicken I, quite a lot. Oh, it's, I only get the chicken sandwiches these days, yeah. but uh, it has become something that I crave now. Do you love that chicken from Popeye's? I love my chicken from Popeye's. <laughs> I do love fried chicken. It is great. Oh. I try not to ever eat it just because it's... I know. It's so calorically high, but then again, a lot of things are, but... It's my Super Bowl meal, it you is, know. Yeah. Oh, Fried chicken's fantastic. Yeah. So when they mm-hmm. had that big hullabaloo about the chicken sandwiches and then they right. were out of chicken for a while. Right, right. Um, I kept going back and back and back and then I finally tried it and it is um, my favorite chicken sandwich. Popeye's right. chicken sandwich. Yeah. They, they, it, it, I even, like the it spicy even one. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is in a very, very close second. All right. Um, but the, the Popeye's chicken, it, it, the, the crust is, it, it's just crispier. Okay. And, I, and I like it that. All right, so you can order that through Uber Eats, by the yeah. way. Um, so I don't know what your feelings are, guys, on turkey dinner hoagies, uh, but we have three places in this area that offer their version of it. Uh, you know what? The Wawa turkey. Yeah, the Wawa Gobbler's good. The Gobbler's good. Damn I, I, I like good. Uh, yeah. I do like, uh, yeah, turkey hoagies are good. And I don't normally like cranberry sauce, but on the gobbler, I'm all about it. See, also, uh, Primo has the the Pilgrim, which is the yes. same thing. Uh, I prefer that, that. That that is my home run because so, I will be I will be having a Primo hoagie for Thanksgiving. Yes. What comes on it? 
Uh, Don't say Peter North. I'm not going to say that. Uh, Turkey, (laughs) uh, stuffing, and cranberry sauce. And mashed potatoes, I believe. Uh, Oh, and mashed potatoes. Wait, on the Pilgrim? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't think mashed potatoes. Can you double check on on that? that. Double check on that. Thank you. Now, uh, there aren't many of these around here, but there's a place called Capriati's. There's one in in Springfield, uh, and I believe in, like, Delaware, and their version is called the Bobby, and it is damn good. And you know, it, yeah, uh, there are, you, we do have strong competitors, but in 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 the battle, primo. Yeah, yeah. You I haven't, haven't had, had a Bobby, Bobby, so I don't. You know. haven't no. had a Bobby. Can't, Bobby can't is speak the best. At uh, expertly on that, Nick is looking up the. Uh, um, well, there's a whole blog on the Gobbler versus the Pilgrim. And oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So the Pilgrim turkey breast, cranberry sauce, stuffing, and turkey gravy. So no mashed potatoes. I was incorrect. Okay, um, mashed potatoes. And there it is. Your, yeah, there's that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. Here is another thing that uh, involves chicken. I'm going back to chicken. KFC has unveiled the limited edition holiday buckets that they'll release this year. <laughs> Day. Uh, they're bringing back both the 1966 and 1971 U.S. holiday bucket designs. As well as... <laughs> As well as releasing a new vintage-inspired design, especially made for 2020, uh, the holiday buckets will be available in all U.S. locations uh, starting today. I like them. For a brief period, didn't they have uh, Colonel Sanders' sans goatee? Oh, I don't know. They, I think for they did like a reverse November, November. Oh, thing. oh really? Oh. I think they they he, re- he, he removed his uh, his beard. Okay. Colonel Harlan Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are nice decorative uh, buckets. Yeah. Uh, you know what? They also have well, that are ornaments. very good. Uh, what else is the? Uh, uh, who else? Uh, well, Starbucks has their stuff, and and um, Dunkin' and everybody. They all have. Yeah, their, so does Wawa. They yeah. have a uh, they have a holiday. I like them. Cup too. Um, a cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh. A cup. Yeah, a cup. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it's all, all Nick all the time. By the way, we have a lot of people, as you can imagine, uh, about texting in about the, the various uh, turkey sandwiches. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of Bobby lovers. Capriotis? Uh, yeah. That's the Bobby, right? That's the Bobby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the Ben's Kosher Delis? Are there any there? Are there any here? Not that I know of. Okay, in New York, Kathy, you would probably be familiar with the Ben's Kosher Delis. They had a, a, a sandwich so large you could plot. No, it was it was a, a full <laughs> kosher deli with a, a ton of turkey. It was great. You guys ever hear of Franco's Place? No. no. Okay, so Franco's Place has the Gobbler Panzerati. Uh, this is from my friend, our friend Megan Deduces, who's in the calendar poster. Oh, yeah. she's awesome! Yeah, yeah and she says uh, it's back. The Gobbler Panzerati is back for a limited time. Blah blah blah. That's a Jersey thing. It right? is, yeah. yeah. Turkey gravy stuffing uh, with our uh, with or without cranberry sauce, and you can uh, get it hot or cold. Okay, mashed potatoes. It's got gravy. It all sounds similar. It all, yeah, they, they all so. sound like they have pretty much the same ingredients. But this one's inside out. This Ooh. one's got like almost like a uh, Stromboli versus a pizza. Yeah, for some reason in Jersey inside they call out. an inside-out pizza a Panzerati, but I believe is that a German tank? I believe it's been fried though. That's a Panzer. Oh, inside-out pizza is that like a pizza roll? Mm, yeah, the all bigger. the stuff's on the inside. Well, yeah, I, I know. dude, you know what? Yeah. Uh, when, I was a, when I was in high school, our pizza rolls were like the size of burritos. Yeah, which were too. Um, I didn't like them. What are those things? It's uh, filled with rigot. Uh, cannoli? No, no. Um, Come on, Marissa is sounds like Marissa. What is it? <laughs> I think you're thinking of a calzone. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, while we're talking about... Uh, I thought a calzone was a smaller... Uh, 
Stromboli? Smaller Stromboli. A calzone, uh, by the way, ha- has caused more damage to the roof of my mouth <laughs> than any other. Because it is, it is a nuclear source of uh, heat. I just have to shout out the Triangle Tavern on East Passyunk, who has a vegan gobbler. Oh. oh okay. Try I was going to ask A knob gobbler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, while we're talking food, I want to thank uh, Lorenzo and Sons oh, yeah. for supplying the food today. And they and they brought, uh, Giuseppe brought an upside down pie. I love those. Which they have now sauce on top and everything. And it's, uh, there's some deep dish stuff. It's not what you're, you're not used to getting that at Lorenzo's. They have it at the Westchester location. You're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. And if you get an inside out pizza from Lorenzo's, you can actually sleep in it. Yes. They're huge, of course. Uh, so, and of course, a big sponsor of the uh, Camp Out for Hunger. So we thank them uh, for coming by. With that, I think we're wrapping up the connoisseur. Yes. And I think we're going right. to come back. And by the way, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Music Provider. I do want to just reiterate this information because we only hit it one time. Camp Out for Hunger this year was an unbelievable success. I'll just run these numbers by you uh, quickly as we made the uh, rollout earlier. But over two and a half million pounds of food, and that's huge. But even just astronomically gigantic, the monetary donations were one point over almost $1.5 million dollars. And that's not a final total as there's more donations coming in from Acme Markets per you that goes through tomorrow at the the checkout. So if you still want to throw a few bucks out there, that might add up to even more. So we're blown away. First place winner for uh, group or business was Subaru of America with over 750,000 pounds. Amazing. Second Amazing. place was Comcast with over 480,000. And okay. third place was Unilever with over almost 400,000 pounds. So it <laughs> was a massive success. Way beyond our expectations. Um, yeah. And we are thrilled to death. And uh, we are happy to hand all that over to Phil Abundance. Absolutely. It's so needed this year. Yeah. So we're psyched. So thank you very much for the help. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment and we will get to the bizarre files. Make sure you don't stray too far. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks again to Lorenzo and Sons uh, for stopping by this morning. One of the best 100-month pizzerias in the country on four different occasions. And uh, Giuseppe brought by the Bella Cecilia. This stuff is really good. Which has the gourmet sauce, fresh mozzarella, grilled artichoke hearts, capers, calamata olives, uh, and prosciutto. So yummy. Also, the the uh, Mama's Laura's meatball, beef meatball, ricotta, gourmet sauce, fresh basil. And then this Clams Casino. Uh, pizza that he made, uh, which is pretty awesome. Spugazza so, Zagatti. Yes, and uh, Lorenzo's Pais and uh, Margarita. Uh, you can go to LorenzosWestchester.com for information. Yes, Kathy. Oh, I thought I saw your hand go up. Oh, sorry. No, I was just waving to oh, my brother. Came oh, you're waving to your brother? <laughs> How's he doing? <laughs> yeah, Christopher? he had to pick something up at my house, so I left the door open for him. I said, just come in. I'm on the air. So I was just okay. giving a little wave. Gotcha. <laughs> just let yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we have another run of the B file, so let's do it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. They make life so much easier. Never leave your house for propane ever again. You can visit, Just leave it on the front porch. You can visit cinch.com. That's cinch spelled C-Y-N-C-H. Ew, not my brother. Dot com. <laughs> what are you? You have a filthy mind. That's the FedEx guy. Uh. <laughs> nice. 
A bunch of free-spirited sex revelers had their good time cut short by cops in the Big Apple. The NYC Sheriff's Office busted in and broke up an underground swingers club early Sunday morning in Queens, which is said to have been hosting upwards of 80 people. A big no-no under the new 10-person or less rule. And, and boom goes the dynamite. And these guys were having at it. The cops said they found three couples at the time having sex in a small room, apparently, this swingers joint, which goes by Caligula, I'm on the radio in Philadelphia, has services for uh, that if you're looking to get busy. The sheriff's office even snapped a shot of one of those rooms, plus a price sheet going over the rates wow. and what looks like a box of condoms. There used to be a place years ago. Remember Plato's Retreat? Similar sort of swingers club and sex club. Huh, was that here? It was in New York. Oh, okay. Famous. No. Uh, all in all, two organizers and one patron were charged with misdemeanors, and the place was cleared out. A motorist crashed into a house for driving off with the property's front door stuck on the vehicle. Wow. Police posted a photograph of the Audi following the incident. The driver, an 18-year-old man, collided with another car before hitting the front porch of the house, and despite the property's front door being lodged in the car's roof and windshield, the motors continued driving for quite a while. Uh, the driver was arrested on suspicion of DUI. He was taken to the hospital with head injuries, but it is not thought to have been, he was not thought to have been seriously hurt. When you hurt. drive and you have a door on the front of the car, you have to open the door so you can see where you're going, oh, of course, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there's a screen. Right, right, yeah. yeah they so the bugs don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I believe this took place in Scotland. A couple on just their second date had to be rescued after becoming stranded on a mountain. The pair were climbing Sharp Edge and Blencartha. It's Blencartha. Uh, when are climbing Sharp Edge. When uh, slippery conditions caused the man to fall 60 meters down the rocks. Oh, it's way slippery. Well, his date... 60 meters is times that by three to find out the fate. And uh, his date w- became stranded on a crag. Uh, oh. Are you stuck up there on the crag? <laughs> Mountain Rescue, together with a Coast Guard helicopter, responded to the call. Team members were... Oh, no, it's the Coast Guard. Oh, no, it's the fire department. (laughs) (laughs) Team members were split into two parties, with one group assisting the fallen man, the second climbing up the sharp edge to help lower the woman to safety. The man sustained injuries to his lower back, ribs, and leg. He was given strong painkillers before being lowered down the mountain on a stretcher. And he was then taken to Glasgow Hospital by a helicopter that had waited in a field at the base of the mountain. 180-foot drop is pretty heavy. That's duty. a ways, yeah. Uh, meantime, other team members had climbed along Sharp Edge, securing a safety line along the ridge. A belay was set up, and a team member helped lower the female to the ground before walking the rest of the way. Is that belay rated for crag use? <laughs> I believe it was. <laughs> Mountain Rescue say despite it being a disaster of a date, a third one has already been discussed. Oh, boy. So they're going to go Maybe back they need out. need to wrap that up. What is a crag, anyway? You know, Nick? Yeah, is it's it... like a crack in a rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stuck on the crag. But my bidet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. An official says a man who escaped a trailer fire in South Carolina died when he went back in the mobile home so he could get his pants. Oh. Yeah. Man. Kershaw County Coroner David West said in a statement that the fire personnel responding to a call about the blaze found Henry Hill Jr. on the floor of the trailer. Henry Hill? Uh, yeah, Henry, yeah, from uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah. Uh, says uh, that the 68-year-old Hill had smoke inhalation and thermal burns on his body from the heat. 
Two other people who lived in the home escaped the fire. Jeez. And then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. A driver in Toronto apparently went 30 years without renewing his license plates on his car. How often do you have to renew them? And he was pulled over. Uh, Every 50 years, well, right? Well, uh, you have to get your inspection right, right. and registration done regularly right. once a year, I think. You were looking at me like I know. Uh, according to the traffic service, the officer who pulled over the car uh, claimed that he was only eight years old when the plates expired in <laughs> August of 1889, 1989. And that's not even the record. Another officer in the thread had noted that they'd recently come across plates that expired in 1984. Oh, my God. I guess you can live out there and really not encounter a lot of people. He saved about $3,600 these last 30 years avoiding renewal, but he's getting a full fine. A mere $110 seems pretty paltry, but he was uh, fined for the incident. And there you go. That's all we're going to have in the bizarre file this morning. All right, let's uh, take a break. Come back in a second. We'll test your knowledge of today's broadcast. A lesson question is what we'll have. We'll also get into trash and music news. So those are coming up. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. If you're ready for love and ready to get engaged, visit Steven Singer Jewelers. He makes buying an engagement ring easy online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And you rock, too. You do. Because you helped us out. Camp out for hunger. Raising 2.5 million pounds of food and just under one and a half million dollars. Unbelievable. Cash. Two separate totals, mind you. Yeah, Maybe staggering. We haven't equated the money into, into uh, food pounds. It's just straight up cash. $1.449 million and over two and a half million pounds of food. Absolutely amazing. Subaru of America, first place in our business contribution. Comcast in second and Unilever in third. Huge donations and a lot of other people to thank, like Campbell's Soup and Tito's Handmade Vodka and Tyson Foods and the Porsche Club and White Horse RV. All those great contributions and, of course, you at Acme Markets. Just incredible. So we appreciate that. We're going to do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a digital download of Westworld, the third season, The New World. And the question that I have for you this morning is, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. What is Frankie Fatone's nickname? 215263-WMMR. What is Frankie Fatone's nickname? Made-up mobster that we talked about earlier this morning. Let's see if you know. Frankie Blank Fatone. What's his nickname? 215263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we get today. Some stories from Steve Morris. Well, Harvey Weinstein is being watched through live video cameras every second. He's behind bars at the Wendy Correctional Facility in upstate New York. In a related story, 11 guards committed suicide after having to watch Weinstein take a dump. (laughs) Kendall Jenner receiving online blowback for insensitivity after posting pictures of her at home sipping coffee and wearing $2,000 Louis Vuitton slippers. Kendall realizes that for many, those slippers are worth one or two months' rent and utilities, but she says her tootsies were cold. And finally, Lisa Renna and Harry Hamlin are taking a hands-off approach to their 19-year-old daughter's relationship with 37-year-old Scott Disick. Lisa and Harry reportedly told a friend that Amelia Hamlin will dump Disick 
the second she gets a whiff of those old guy balls. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trick. All right. We shall see if you indeed know the answer this morning to today's lesson question. What is Frank Patone's nickname? And I'll go to Will. First one in. Hey, Will, how you doing, bud? Uh, Uma Thurman. Oh. Ah. Let's try again. What is Frankie Patone's nickname? Fall Activities. Fall yeah. Activities. You got it, my man. Hang on a second. We're going to get your information. And we are going to set you up, bud, because you have won a digital download of Westworld, the, se- the third season. And it's called The New World. And free will is not free. And these violent delights have violent ends. Welcome back to Westworld, HBO's hit science fiction drama. Own it on digital, 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD today. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, um, it's brought to you by Primo Hoagies Game Day and Holiday Gatherings. Might be more intimate this year, but just because you can't host a Primo Celebration doesn't mean you can't have a Primo Hoagie. Locations at PrimoHoagies.com. It's not just a Hoagie, it's a Primo. And by the way, stay to the end because the kicker story comes at the back on this one. Tool frontman Maynard James Keenan made a guest appearance on Deftones platinum-selling 2000 album White Pony. But he was only originally supped, I assume that's supposed to be there, to executive <laughs> produce and help. He just had dinner. He supped, supped yeah. with him. It was very good. And helped. We had some couscous and some quinoa. Helped the group with writer's block. He told Revolver, I stuck around long enough for them to start itching to not have me around. Eventually, it was time for me to uh, let them be. The result of my interruption was for them to unconsciously remember or feel what connected them in the first place. Oh, that's but beautiful. He said, by the time I saw them again, they had opened their own creative floodgates. Maynard had played on the track called Passenger, a song that he had helped lead singer Chino Moreno vocally visualize during early sessions for the album, according to uh, the PRP.com. And according to the band, Keenan would show up to the studio with champagne and Tibetan singing bowls. Keenan said, I felt like they just needed a bit of new perspective. I had them each switch instruments, play on the bowls, take one loop, and try some improvisation. <laughs> he said the look on their faces was priceless. And he said, I might as well have been wearing hippie beads and bunny ears. Of those bowls? <laughs> What's that? You ever listen to those bowls? Are they the ones you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have them actually. They, they uh, for that's my ASMR. Like that, that puts me in a trance. I zone out. It's total zen feeling. So it's got like this mallet, and and you run it around the edge, and it's almost like you know a wine glass where you, yeah. and you can also hit it with the mallet too. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have them, and they're supposed to stimulate specific chakras. Each one has a certain that, tone, but anyhow, they make me tired. right. Them get uh, he said, I could just feel Stephen thinking, what kind of an acid trip crap is this? <laughs> uh, that's according to Maynard. Uh, Revolver featured Deftones on the cover of the uh, summer 2020 issue, in addition to offering exclusive editions of the band's White Pony 20th Anniversary Edition. Foo Fighters fans can look back on 25 years of music through their new documentary. Ooh. The visual journey takes you through great moments on and off stage. All six members participated in making the video and added commentary. Times like these, uh, no, not like those. It's it's not like these. It's called Times Like Those. Finds Foo Fighters making the most of their pandemic downtime. 
You'll see them sitting together and making fun of themselves as they look back on old photos. The band wrote the lighthearted, sometimes hilarious video, and Dave Gold directed and executive produced it. Oh, it begins, he's a good director. It begins with a scroll-like opening that imitates the beginning of Star Wars. In other Foo Fighters news, the band will be one of the global superstar acts keeping the spirit of Christmas virtually alive via Amazon Music's holiday plays. Uh, their performance at the Ace Hotel in Los Angeles will be available via Amazon beginning December 15th, 7.55 p.m. Eastern, and you can expect to hear some of their new music as well as a few Christmas songs. Hmm. This is interesting. Tommy Lee is honored to be the inspiration for, and I'll mess this name up most likely, Tyla Yahweh and Post Malone's duet. I think he got it. Entitled Tommy Lee. In an interview, the Motley Crue star said, It's even hard to explain. I'm honored to death that someone would even call a song Tommy Lee and then have it uh, be a song about you. And coming from guys like that, like effing Post Malone, he's probably one of the biggest artists under the Millie Eilish. <laughs> so these are extremely talented and successful artists. And to get that back, it's hard to even explain. It feels so cool. It's like you're in a club. They've only accepted you. Uh, they've not only accepted you, they're effing honoring you. He continued by saying, it's hard to talk about myself like that, so it's difficult. I'm sorry, but it's cool because it just acknowledges that what I'm doing, I'm on the right path. Uh, getting shout-outs from a bunch of other hip-hop artists and my name pops up in a bunch of songs. I get a kick out of that. I'm like, that's effing rad, man. It's have, weird even talking about it. I don't know. Have you heard the song at all? No. Mm-mm. Tommy Lee. Yep. His latest album is called Andro, and uh, that was just released back in oh. October. All right, how about this? Ozzy Osbourne has been spending time at home in his garden target shooting. (laughs) Really? In a recent radio interview, he said that he has uh, shot thousands of rounds from his pellet gun. He says it's anything to get my mind off this effing pandemic. I was happy to hear it was a pellet gun. Yes, oh my God. Yes. It's a machine gun. Yeah. A Gatling gun. Despite his Parkinson's diagnosis, he's not ready to take a vaccine. He said, I'm not going to be... Where's my bazooka? Number one on that effing new vaccine. I don't want to be the first one to wake up with a set of antlers in the morning. (laughs) About his health, he said... He said that he's... uh, He's still not back to 100% after suffering medical issues last year, but is contemplating getting back on stage. Right now, he's planning on doing uh, that in 2022. He said people got to get the social distancing and mask wearing or else it's never going to go away. Uh, When the pandemic struck, Ozzy had just released Ordinary Man, his first solo album in a decade. Uh, Let's see. After, I have a lot of stuff in music news. You do? I have two more stories. It's good. After 413 weeks on the chart. Jeez. Queen's Greatest Hits compilation has hit the top 10 of the Billboard 200. Wow. How amazing. It's Rocket from number 36 to number 8. Uh, or it has. Its previous week was... I'm sorry, its previous peak was at 11 when it hit in 1992. Uh, the nine-time platinum seller also hit number 1 on Billboard's vinyl albums chart with the second largest sales week of 2020 for any vinyl release. It's crazy. Uh, songs on the album have streamed the more than a billion times in the U.S. alone. It's like, like a billion. billion. <laughs> uh, that includes uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the world's most streamed song of the 20th century, by the way. Yeah, wow, good I, for that. I man. bought a Queen uh, Greatest Hits collection that did not have Bohemian Rhapsody what? on it. Yeah, that's okay. kind of a dirty trick. They that wanted is. you to buy two Greatest Hits. 
All right, and here is the story of the week. Thank you to Connor, who sent it to me. Iconic punk singer Johnny Rotten. Yeah. We're shrieking a different tune after discovering he had flea bites on his penis and inner thighs. <laughs> after letting squirrels inside his Los Angeles oh home. God. He said, I looked down there this morning at my willy and there's an effing flea bite on it. And there's another one on the inside of my leg. He said that he became enamored with the furry critters and allowed them to stay in his Venice Beach home. It seems like a Johnny Rotten thing to do. But soon enough, there was anarchy in the L.A. path. Like uh, anarchy in the U.S. You know how that is. Anarchy in the U.K. U.K. Uh, I would think he would beat those things to death, Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Uh, the bites. He said, wow, last night was murder because of it. The itching, too. It's such a poxy thing to get caught on, caught out on. He said, the only way around it, because um, I'm not going to blame the poor little squirrels, is to Vaseline my legs. <laughs> Maybe keep the squirrels out of the house. Maybe. Former frontman has penned a book in which he discusses his relationship with the rodents <laughs> and even talks about how he orders bags of unsalted peanuts to feed them. Johnny Rotten loves squirrels. He does. So much so that he's allowing them in and gets and mm, his balls get on his nibbled. penis. Yeah. Well, that's just crazy. If that isn't made into a Netflix series, I don't know what. And that's what I have in music news for you. Last break to take. We're going to do it. We're going to come back in a second, and we will get ready to retire for the day. Pierre will be in. Letter of the day, word of the week prize, and we'll see what's cooking with him. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. Uh, Tuesday coming to a close for us broadcast-wise. Like I said earlier, it's, you know, most of the week is is through. Three-day yeah. work week for most people. Some people do uh, obviously have to work uh, on Thursday and Friday, and uh, hopefully this will zip right along for you. But uh, today has been a fun program. Better than yesterday. We, we started with some of the worst technical issues I think we've ever had yeah. in the history of this show in the 20-some-odd years we've been One on. One right after another. It was tough, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Worked its way through. I just through. don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how that happens because nobody know. goes in there, right? Well, well the stuff know. is done. The stuff is cleaned around here, Kathy, but I also think that to... to Cause the big switch over involves settings being reconnoitered, and that's it. Marissa's got but some But, like, insight. you'd think at this point they'd have it down to where when we got back it wouldn't be like that. I don't know. Oh, Marissa, your mic's not working. I'm sorry. Okay, here. No, uh, it wasn't our engineers. It was uh, something corporately with the servers oh. that changed over. So, like, our boards used to be all um, analog, and we would press all the buttons and make things happen. Now yeah. everything is digital in 2020. Uh, wow. And so one change of one little thing on a server or mm. a change of a <laughs> okay. web address and or you whatever. you get yesterday. Yeah, turns into yesterday. And I was saying yesterday, like, the, you know, one of the problems is that when there is a problem in the morning, it's never the same. It's always something different. So it's not like, oh, oh, I've seen this before. Let me take care of that real quick. Let me hit this switch and hit that button. We're good. It's always something different. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, by the way, Kathy, I think you will be delighted. They did clean while we were gone. They did, yes. My area is nice and tidied up. All this uh, clutter mm, I have I behind that. me. I love so. clean. Mm-hmm. There was a mouse under your desk, Kathy, so I don't oh, know. Cool. Actually, there was a mouse in, the, in, in <laughs> there was an email that went out. Yeah. Does anybody I know where that, that happened? Yeah. It was down the hall or that across the hall. Yeah. They're getting that taken care of. So Somebody I, has to borrow my cats because they have a mice problem in their house. Oh, really? We used to have a little pet mouse out in the green room years yes, ago. Did. Remember that? And then he died. So he came he died and yeah. smelled up and the green stunk. room like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I want to thank Jim Florentine. Yeah! Checking in this morning. Nice talk to Jim. He and Don Jameson are going to be live from uh, Jonathan's at uh, Ogunquit in Ogunquit, Maine, or Ungunquit. Is that how you pronounce it, Nick? Sure. Uh, one or the other. And it is uh, Saturday, 9.30, and you can go to jimflorentine.com uh, to check that out. And thank you uh, to our buddy Giuseppe at Lorenzo's and Sons Pizza hey. for bringing by the goodies. Excellent food, obviously. Gigantic slices of pizza at Lorenzo's, Westchester. Dot com for information. Oh, and today is Tuesday, and that means that we have a winner of a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. I want to congratulate Chris Walton of Williamstown, New Jersey. Yeah! Chris Walton. Uh, and Chris gets a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo, and if you would like to check them out, please... Take a look at their artwork samples at floatingworldtattoos.com or if you go to Instagram, uh, their handle is at world uh, at Floating World Tattoos, and they're located at 1729 South Street. They do impressive stuff. They do, in Philadelphia, of course. All right, uh, let's see here. I guess we need to do the letter of the day. And, oh, uh, no. fortunately, we have somebody who's going to give that letter of the day to us, and he's walking in right now. So here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I as in internets. All right. And, it, and one more letter to go tomorrow before we give it away. But I is the letter. A four-pack of tickets for Winter on Broad Street. A holiday light spectacular presented by Deeds and Watson on Sunday. And that's at 6 p.m. Plus four Winter on Broad Street themed merch items and a photo with Gritty. And for tickets and information, show times, all that, you can visit winteronbroadstreet.com. So we give that away, like I said, tomorrow, which should be all good. How you doing today, man? Good. Congratulations. Now, um, what what are the numbers again? The numbers for Camp Out for Hunger. All right. Um, so I I was con- I, I I can't put that in perspective. Okay. Food total. So this is the amount of, of food that was either non-perishable food items or planned ahead uh, perishable items that were sent. Uh, 2,536,355 pounds. It's actual food. That's yeah. actual food. And then the amount of money donated was $1,449,986. Which will be converted into food. Yep. That's it? That's it. Man. Sorry, that's all we can do. That's all Sorry. we can do. Uh, Oh, why? That's amazing. What, did, um, what was the food total last year? So the food total last year was just a smidge more. It was 2.6 million pounds. Okay. This year was uh, 2.53. Okay. So That's but, amazing. But perspective, the money last year was around $200,000. Oh, really? Yeah. This year, yeah. $1.44 million. And that Acme money is literally individual people donating for the express purpose, as all this is, for the purchase of food. So if you were to take the overall picture, 
and use a, a couple of conversions, whether it goes to, to produce or whether it goes to other types of food objects. Obviously, the price varies. There's a medium price they can select. Let's, as we've been saying, it is an off-the-chart success. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the Acme money is probably going to go up a little bit because there's still time to donate right. at your local Acme. You can do that through tomorrow. And then uh, some people were actually texting in this morning. Um, some companies match individual <laughs> donations, but those companies haven't quite matched the individual donations mm-hmm. yet. So uh, next week we're going to get an updated dollar figure. So uh, it's just been an, an incredible week and a half. Yeah. I just um, uh, I wanted to kind of caution caution yeah uh, to our listeners in terms of their hopes uh you know getting too high because it's uh, been a just an, a god-awful brutal year yeah. and so you know i mean what i was saying yesterday is i said if you know if we get a dollar it's a success it's yeah. a dollar they didn't yeah. have before if we get one can of food it's one can they didn't have before but we got a little more than that yeah. so, uh, yes uh, it's it's <laughs> the record of all records of any camp out wow i mean it, it's that incredible and then you had Personal uh, or companies up upscaling their donations from Comcast to others that had done well before, but that were stratospheric this time. Wow! Wow! I almost wow. and this is a weird thing to say. I almost don't want it to get any bigger than that <laughs> yeah. because when things start to get to a certain size, they start to get a little scary. Like yeah. you know, it's something hard to can, comprehend. Well, like something yeah. can go wrong. You know it's what I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, so it's I, already scary. I, I know, I know, but it's uh, it's humbling. Um, it's, but see, I mean, I well, you, to your uh, to you got to your guys's credit, you don't go into any given year saying we got to beat last year. No, and no. nor should you, because uh, anything that we get that helps anybody is good. So um, uh, you you're never one that say, all right, well, we did this last year. You know, we did two point five million pounds of food. Next year, we got to do two point seven million pounds of food or three million, whatever you. That doesn't have to be, and I like that you don't do it that way. Cool. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I have. <laughs> you look at Subaru. I, I think there's going to come a point in time when Subaru itself Goes will bankrupt. exceed a million pounds. No, no yeah, right. for donating all this money. At some point, Subaru yeah. will just become a food bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's <laughs> that makes yeah. cars on the side. That's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah. Wow, so it's amazing, and that we're is amazing. Yeah, we're 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 blown Thousand away by thanks. that. So so get out there and use that. And I said that earlier. I'm like, if you need help, go. It's there. Go go get it, man. Well, and, and don't be shy. Just, uh, the various locations. How do people find a location that's near to them? Philabundance.org. Okay. Uh, I had asked uh, Lori, who is the uh, Lori Jones, who's the the CEO, and she said, yeah, absolutely. Go to uh, philabundance.org, and uh, they can. Uh, they can point you in the right direction. Because there are a lot of uh, what they call food pantries, which yes. are small places. Uh, they pull off abundance as yeah. well. Yeah. Here, I got uh, to mention uh, this. I got an email. No, that's not the right email. Okay. There's another uh, email, and you'll find it because it's there. While you're doing that, I can tell you what's on the program today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Except I don't remember. <laughs> okay. But there'll be good blocks, and there'll be fun blocks. And we'll also take this opportunity to plug that Thursday will be the annual uh, Thanksgiving program with Mr. Pancake and myself. And uh, we'll play Alice's Restaurant three times at 10 a.m., at 12 noon, and at 2 p.m. I love it. And people will uh, invariably ask us 7 million more times, (laughs) what time are you playing it? We've been doing it for like 20 years at 10 a.m., uh, 12 noon and 2 p.m. But uh, just in case you didn't hear, we'll be doing it at 10 a.m., 12 noon, and 2 p.m. 2 p.m. will be on vinyl. 10 a.m. is the original uh, version. 
And 12 Noon is the 25th anniversary version now that it's well over 50 years old. So there you go. I can't find it. Well, uh, what was the essence it was, of an e- it? it was an email from uh, someone who had mentioned a, uh, a food pantry in Conshohocken that is... The Phil Abundance can't get to every single... Uh, place, I think they try as they you know would like to, but so, but they they have to charge for certain amounts of things. I think delivery or something like this, and this place can't afford it. Uh, so they were looking for donations as well, and I can't, I, I don't know what I did with the message. I wanted to pass that along. So uh, keep in mind there might be local establishments. If you didn't get a chance to be a part of this, then maybe you can help out in oh, your right. in your in your smaller town cool. and go by and donate, and you Absolutely. can check those food pantries yep. or churches that do. Uh, donations as well, because I know there's some local churches out in Harleysville that specifically um, gather, and, and then they try to um, hand those out uh, to people in the local community. All right, did you find what you were looking for? I did. Uh, so we're going to do Queen and Corn <laughs> and um, another band. Queen's Corn. Yeah, Queen yeah. Corn. I love it, man. Yeah, there it is. The Queen grows corn, and uh, she shall have it uh, in abundance. Excellent. So saith we all. She so saith the queen and... Uh, so saith the crop. Rock on you bastards. <laughs> so, shall <laughs> so shall it be done. So shall it be done. All right. Uh, I want to thank... Where's uh, your Moses now? I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Also, uh... <laughs> Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. I just love all those. Yeah. Uh, my buddy and I, we we had a uh, an LLC, you know, limited uh, company, right. and we named it Master and Butcher because there's a line That's in that so where uh, Charlton Heston goes, "Are you a master builder or a master butcher?" That's excellent. There's so many great lines what in that movie. Was he a master builder. Uh, he was. Yeah, he, he was, was the debater. master builder. Okay. Right, it was Vincent Price. <laughs> I didn't know the answer. Uh, no, he was master he was both. debater. <laughs> <laughs> also brought to you today by. What? Come on, you can do this. It's a fine organization, and Ariel, we've loved them for 12 years. 12-point double-spaced bold. Oh, Ryder University. Oh. Starting in fall 2021, <laughs> tuition for new students. I thought they were supposed to get a... All right. They did. Can't you tell? Yeah. <laughs> a standardized way of writing these, so we right. don't get confused. Uh, starting in the fall 2021, tuition for new students will be reduced by 22% at Ryder University. Learn more at Ryder.edu. And Meineke doing car care right. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. When you look over at your neighbor's house and it's like a month before Christmas and they have their tree up already, it makes you think, don't you people have anything better to do? Next message. You know, I was almost content with my day going to complete but thanks to Matt Calper's secret soup, cinnamon, sick. Keep that up. Next message. All right, so Preston's mob name. It's got to be Sticks Elliot. And Gary Lauer already named Steve. He's shotgun Steve Morrison. Yeah, that's great. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. <laughs> <laughs> 